Welcome to the Funny Style Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Robinson. Today, it's me and Brian Milligan. And our guest today is one of my favorite comics to work with. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, before, so earlier I was at home. And my wife was like, oh, you're going to see your best friend? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she was like, Dean. I was like, I, I barely talk about Dean. She was like, no, but on your podcast, yeah. <laughs> you bring up Dean like every chance you get. <laughs> no, we've always had a good relationship yeah. from the minute I met you, man. Yeah. No, it's, it's yeah. been great. I've learned. I was so, not to toot my own horn, but I would say in our little, I think amongst my sort of generation of comics, yeah, I'm probably the king of crowd work you know around here definitely and i'm like i got it <laughs> specifically from watching dean thanks <laughs> like, man i do enjoy a good crowd work <laughs> <laughs> oh but you didn't say dean napolitano but oh, there dean napolitano. <laughs> sorry I, people wait they all know they all know, <laughs> right napolitano. Napolitano. They don't know <laughs> but yeah how's it going man it's going good man yeah. uh, a lot you know doing a lot of comedy a lot of driving mm-hmm. um you know how it is it's just you know if you're on the road and then it's like this week i'm all over Florida, like Boca, mm-hmm. then Aster, which I don't know if you've been. Yeah, you no. have you been Aster? Aster? No, I haven't been yeah. to Aster. Um, Aster's like Ocala Forest area. Okay. So you mm-hmm. may want to stay out of Aster. Yes. <laughs> okay. James John went there and he goes, am I okay here? I said, I'd get, get the hell out before dark. <laughs> no, I'm just, they're actually awesome people. Yeah. You know, just, just the, the stigma of... The area. <laughs> I'll go there with you. But it is, it yeah. is <laughs> Actually, I, I'll bring you there when I, I'm doing one. It's a private party, but when they want to do another show, I'll bring you up there. Okay. You, you'll, yeah. do, you'll kill it. Yeah. James killed. They still talk about him. They want him back. Um, and then I'm in like Jacksonville and then back to West Palm and then yeah. Winter Haven. So It's interesting how much work you can actually do in Florida. A ton. Yeah. It's crazy. A ton, you know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you do the same ones, it gets boring, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, not I won't mention any yeah. club name. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's but it's weird because like people, like a lot of comics, kind of rag on Florida. It's like, oh man, you know, it sucks to start in Florida. I'm like, yeah, but you're not fighting to do three minute open mics exactly. and then not getting actual paid work down exactly. here. Once you get good, there's actual paid work. Yeah, you know that you can get. It doesn't pay a lot, but yeah. Well, we also yeah. have like four major cities. In Florida, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. Five, if you count Tampa, too. You know what I mean. And so, like, we got big cities where, like, not every state, like, a lot of states have like one or two. Yeah. And we happen to have like five pretty densely populated areas. It's a good point, and and there's so many clubs. I mean, there's top clubs here, like mm-hmm. you know, not just the improvs, like you know, McCurdy's and and even Vasani's and yeah, Vasani's is so I cool. Love that place and the food is beautiful. amazing. Great food. A, yeah. yeah, but like you, there's a stretch there where you got snappers. McCurdy's, Vasani's, mm-hmm. then you got Naples, you got Off the Hook. Yeah. I mean, big names come to all these clubs. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, so I, when, when people shit on Florida, I'm like, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, you've done it all over, right? Yeah, I've been all over. I mean, New York, Vegas, mm-hmm. a lot in California when I lived there. Yeah. So, but, you know. Really quickly, yeah. how long have you been doing stand up? Because I always like to give people a timeline. Uh, well, I'm 54 in September. I started at 21. So. Damn. First open mic, and then I'd say so full, 33 years? Yeah, 33, 33 years. 33 years. And uh, full-time, you know, because mo- I got married at 25, 24, 20, well, 25. So then, like, I uh, moved to L.A. at 30, stayed in California for 10 years, came back here at 40, been here about, about I don't know, you know, about 12 more years here, 13. But wow. it's a long time when you... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, especially Sometimes when you <laughs> when you pace it out like that. Yeah. Like Ten years here, twelve years here. It goes fast. You know, I still love it, but um, 
Yeah, it's it's weird, man. Um, I did, every time someone asks me, I'm like, 33 years. That's like a gold watch in other business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you keep retiring. But you don't get shit. Half off your chicken sandwich. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a weird business, but I still yeah. love it, you know? Well, you do it until you can't anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's it. I always had this thing, too, because, you know, you, you, a lot of goals, you get to New York. I've done it in New York, I've, and I've, you see those com- a lot of comics, you know, and New York comics are great, LA mm-hmm. comics, there's great ones out there, but it's all different cliques and different groups, mm-hmm. and it's hard to get in if you didn't start there or in there with someone from the beginning, and that group all moves up, just like any city here. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, it's like you see, you know, you, you're in Tampa, and you try to hang with the Orlando comics or the Miami <laughs> comics. It's To me, it never made sense. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. we're all in this different race same yeah. same game mm-hmm. i'm with you i that's one thing like uh I'm, I'm newer at it than both of you guys and i mean that's definitely something that i struggle with for sure i'm closer to you than i am to d yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. five years <laughs> <laughs> for sure it, like yeah i mean and you're doing i mean five years in yeah. you've done quite a oh, bit he's, yeah and killing it and rightfully so you're super funny and you know you got the right attitude thank you man um because you know I, I see guys there's guys i've you know talked to and they're like some guys are like, can you, can you get me into here? Can you get me into there? I'm like, I'm not an agent, bro. <laughs> you know, I'm a comic too. But yeah. there's guys that I think I would, you know, it's like vouching for someone in the mob. Yeah. It's like, I ain't vouching for somebody that's going to make me look like a douche. Yeah. I was talking to a guy yesterday who's not a, I was, we were doing, I was doing a podcast with a guy who's not a comic, doesn't know anything about the comedy world. And I was like, this thing is like 60% networking. Yeah. It's 40% being funny yeah. and 60% having knowing enough people that can vouch for you in other areas so you can go do the a comedy club in Milwaukee or whatever cuz one person you know there is is on at that club. So true. So And then you got to go there on your own dime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably lose money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to get in. But yeah. that's yeah. the way it's always been. I mean, unless you're living in the New York so the LA and you know, New York's a little easy to get more sets, 5 mm-hmm. 7 10 minute sets whatever work on that kind of a set but you know um where did we meet do we meet up in pensacola area at that we we had worked together before that but we yeah. actually got to really hang out yeah, yeah we stayed it, at and, emily's house right we stayed in there <laughs> for like two days <laughs> <laughs> together. so that was uh, like their comedy relationship gets yeah. boosted like you know, yeah yeah that's, uh, that's like, like you, going to open store. mics for two months with somebody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would hang out and laugh i think we went to eat a couple places yeah. and it was fun and then you know you get to talk about goals and you know this and that Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been five years already. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how fast it goes. Yeah. That's you crazy. Know. Cause I'm trying to, so uh, what I'm trying to do with this podcast and I, I say this every episode, every episode, <laughs> but, but it's a different, it's good. you manifest time. it though. You yeah. Manifest. So my, my idea is what I've noticed is a lot of times people at your level and a lot of the headliners avoid the new open micers like the plague. Right. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of the open micers, feel like a lot of the headliners are like, ah, those old guys, they don't know da, 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 what's happening today and yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. But my thing is, is I think the open micers have so much knowledge about sort of social media yes. and the new technology yes. and how to grow. Cause we've watched so many of them start from nothing mm-hmm. and blow up oh. so fast right. before they even really get all that good at standup. Yeah. They're not that good. <laughs> yeah. But but they figured something out. It's the fake it till you make yeah. it rule when you have the social media. And I think so many comics at your level have so much to teach mm-hmm. the new guys yeah. about the actual craft of stand-up comedy that my goal with this podcast is to sort of bring 
the experienced headliners in yeah. with the new open micers so that those two worlds can kind of become a little bit more connected yeah, and smart. everyone can teach everyone because like Brian's been doing stand-up was it six months six oh, really? months now yeah. see I love that yeah, yeah I've been doing it five years you've been doing it 33 years <laughs> <laughs> so we all have a different yeah, yeah. set of it, knowledge it, you know well different perspectives too yeah you know because comedy looks different depending on where you're at you know it yeah i know what you mean i love meeting new comics and you know and i i mean i don't like i, I all the mics are too far for me to go mm-hmm. on a, my off nights you know it's like yeah. an hour away or whatever but when i do go out once in a while i see the newer guys and i like to watch them i like mm-hmm. to see the uh there's an energy in new comics mm-hmm. that a lot of older comics not saying they lose, but it kind of gets, you know, dusted up. Yes. And uh, I try to, you know, reignite that all the time. That's why yeah. I always like to write new stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't shit on new comics. I don't, you know, I always say if you wanted to do it, anybody, mm-hmm. if you want to do it, you'll kick yourself if you never do it. Yeah. And then there's guys that'll stay mm-hmm. in because mm-hmm. of the love of it. And then there's guys that just go, yeah, the same for me. I want to headline after a month mm-hmm. you know and you're like <laughs> well, your your reputation yeah. has preceded you a little bit in that i mean every single comic i know that's met you has been like he's the nicest guy like <laughs> yeah. it's also, not it also could be a curse not yeah. a but not like a jim gaffigan level nice but yeah. you know just, just a, like a regular nice guy but yeah, yeah i mean because i mean just through hanging out with chris i've met several mm-hmm. headliners and and some of them are nice and some yeah. of them are not so nice. <laughs> so Yeah, guys that have been in it a while can get weird too. Yeah. And they can get a little glazed over. Yeah. You know, and, and Chris knows. I, I take care of my dad. He's ninety three now and I have that whole thing going on. So sometimes I'll tell a comic, Hey, reach out to me but if I don't get back the first time, reach out mm-hmm. again, you're not bugging me. Yeah. yeah. But it's just that sometimes I get so sidetracked. Excuse me, and things are like crazy that I just forget to go back and look at a message or mm-hmm. you know, where where a lot of comics will you know there is persistence like you said networking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know I'll, I'll hear a guy say oh i emailed you know you know uh, renee at the improv or bonkers and i'm not getting <laughs> my email back yeah. i'm like they get thousands of yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why that's why the recommendation is so much more important Man, because you're just one of another thousand people sending yeah. a five minute clip or an email mm-hmm. or whatever but somebody actually saying yeah you're spamming yeah. exactly somebody actually saying no i i know this guy he's funny right it's I mean it's, 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 a and huge it's but difference. it's been that way since the beginning. Like yeah. I used to, we used to have to send VHS tapes in yeah. the mail. No no BS. Yeah. With a with a headshot, your little cover letter. So some booker had a stack of VHS. <laughs> yeah. it's true. They would have there. you would go in their in their offices when you got booked yeah. and there would be a stack and I, I remember asking, Do you ever watch these? Yeah, I mean we maybe a minute or two. It's, yeah. it's probably like the door guys from the clubs. Like, let's yeah. go smoke a joint and watch, and watch <laughs> a bunch yeah. of people exactly bomb. They do, and, <laughs> and they make fun of most of yeah. them. Like yeah. They would save the worst ones to some of these yeah. clubs back in the day. <laughs> and here you are, you don't know it, and you know, you're dropping postage to back then. First of all, the VHS tapes weren't cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you had to ha- record it. Mm-hmm. Which probably cost you money for someone to come record your set because not everybody had a VHS video camera. Yeah. I bought one just for mm-hmm. that reason. And man, it was a process. I mean, compared to today, it's an advantage, but the result is still the same. Mm. You could digitally throw your shit over, and the, the bookers, I ain't got time. I don't know who this is. I, it, I, was, I, it was, I was, go yeah. ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say it was almost probably better back then because it. It weeded out the people who wouldn't go through all the trouble yes. of doing that. Good point. I never thought of that. But now, good point. everyone has their phone. Right. Everyone has an email, and it costs nothing to send stuff out. Zero. So I bet you the bookers and club owners 
are getting inundated like never before because at least back then it weeded out it weeded out a lot yeah but i almost feel that like sending out when we've talked to ken miller we've talked to a bunch of people and they've mm -hmm. told us like they're not watching those five minute clips people are sending it's just not happening yeah. like nobody's <laughs> doing that and so for me it's like why not just put your shit out on social media and try to gain a following so then it that is it the forces mm -hmm. them to go okay well he's got thirty thousand followers so all right if we'll, i was into we'll a comic my that's exactly what I yeah why do, not man. you know when you're in it for a while like i still like I'm I'm figuring it out, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I did a podcast with Eugene Torres for a while, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna do my own here soon as soon as I get through some of this mud I'm dealing with, yeah. and then um, and then I I have an okay social media following, you know. It's not mm -hmm. massive, but it's not terrible. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm hardly trying. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, I think like, well, what would happen if I actually tried? Now, well, I got some videos. That's Chris that, too. Chris so, is <laughs> here's my well. So here's my um my strategy that I'm trying to convince people to do. And this is what so I was I was just talking to Brian. Um, in the next year, or so I'm going to be buying a van. Yeah. And my goal is is to build like a team, essentially. Mm -hmm. That because I'm I'm just now starting. So I got um, my first headlining spot at Bonkers. Nice. Um, first one at Madcaps. Nice. Um, I'm talking to Mike Lee about the laugh out loud. Like, so I'm right at the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because we did Madcaps. I'll tell you this story. Yeah. Later. It's a funny, funny weekend. But <clears throat> um, so now I'm like, okay, so I'm I'm right at the cusp of starting headline clubs, mm -hmm. and I want to have my because once you do that, they can they usually let you bring your own person yes. and all that sort of thing. Yes. I'm like, I want to put a permanent team of people together, mm -hmm. people that. And I learned this actually talking to Devin Siebold. Yeah, smart guy. He was like, you know, one of the things about it is one of the things that reason why it takes ten years to like become a successful comic is you need your own network to branch out. Right. And then once your network branches out, then you have people you can call all over the place. Mm -hmm. So what I want to do is find sort of a team of young comics that you can tell are going somewhere. Yep. And being like, this is my team mm -hmm. that I'm working with, right? Until they graduate from being up under me, and then I'll get a new, you know, sort of team yeah. of people. Um, so I feel like somebody like you, right? If you could find one of these newer comics that has like a huge following, yeah, but they don't really know what they're doing on stage, yeah, and be like, you know what? You're gonna come with me on the road, and I'm gonna teach you comedy. And you're gonna teach me Instagram. Yeah, it's like <laughs> comedy I mean? grooming. It's a weird. Yeah, it's <laughs> <sounds> creepy. <laughs> I guess a little less it's creepy. Kind of creepy. <laughs> it's a little less creepy than actual grooming. But yeah. <laughs> but I know. I, I honestly, that's a great idea. I mean, um, I just you know, I, I'd have to be out and look and see who mm -hmm. I like because there's been a lot of guys that have done really well. I mean, and but you got like you said, you got to find the ones that um, are great at it. Yeah. can teach you or, or willing to or mm -hmm. like it's like uh, Mark something I think he hooked up with one of the, the guy that does all the subtitles first he had, but mm -hmm. I can't think of his name the comic he's huge mm -hmm. but Mark um, uh, so that's with a G maybe he's the mm -hmm. one who knew all the tech and would yeah. tape it and do all the editing and do so yeah. then they had that symbiotic relationship you yeah know? Mm -hmm. um yeah, I mean that. That's definitely a smart plan. Because mm -hmm. um, every time I try to teach myself, I want to take my phone and throw it across the room. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I bought. I was with with Eugene. I, he talked me into buying this app. <laughs> and I'm like, I paid forty five bucks for this app. I haven't used it once. <laughs> yeah. I, try, I got on it. And I'm trying to, you know, raise the letter. I'm trying to hit the thing over, and I'm like, 
I, I, I can't do it either. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm a young comic and I'm a little more social media savvy, yeah. but my my wife does it all yeah. for me, dude. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've see my daughter's good at it, but she gets mm-hmm. tied up in her life, yeah. and I don't want to bug her, and you know. So I actually pay his wife to yeah. cut the clips for me. Yeah. See, yeah. that's she, smart because well, she's she, my wife runs a marketing company, so, okay. she, so I, like she, she knows she knows and she can yeah. cut videos quick and everything. Yeah, she's she so knows. Good. Yeah, okay. Do, 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 do. That's yeah. why I don't even mess That's with it. That's five hours like, yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I hit the wrong button and it deletes the last <laughs> yeah, dress exactly. up. I'm like, fuck. And then I'm like, the and then I'm seven beers in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, what do I, what do, I do? <laughs> fuck this. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's just a weird, it's, it's, it's so weird. If you don't accept the change as an older comic, you, mm-hmm. you might as well just go on cruise ships and, mm-hmm. you know, end it. Um, <laughs> I don't <laughs> mean end your life, but <laughs> end the journey yeah, yeah. of trying to pursue yeah. something bigger or different but it's so funny that like people at your level see <laughs> the cruise ships as like just end it and me i'm like it would be so cool to do cruise ships <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you why i say that because i had a good friend tony esposito who was a real funny comic and um lives in north carolina now and he was on the cruise ships for over 22 years he went on when he was fairly young guy like 24 25 or six mm-hmm. got on he was married he had kids it was great money he made mm-hmm. tons of money but you get he got once you're out you're out of the club circuit all mm-hmm. the work you did there because mm-hmm. they're not they just move on yeah and a guy named uh, Tom Drake great guy good good comic old school I want to say I was like twenty nine thirty I I just written the uh, when the when the Cat in the Hat parade balloon thing happened mm-hmm. I remember that I joke, wrote yeah. The, yeah I wrote mm-hmm. that bit my daughter I don't know I think she was six because I I that's a, I did that set when I went to L A and auditioned for Messina Baker with mm-hmm. Tim Allen's manager and all that. And this set got me in. It was about how New Yorkers reacted to the balloon, and I'd have sex with Dr. Seuss for three hundred fifty million. <laughs> you know, you shove those green eggs and ham right up there, just crazy, funny. And and this thing killed. And Tom Drake came off the cruises. He was on the cruises for twenty five years. I was at Groucho's. You know Larry. Mm-hmm. You know Larry. No. Larry Silver. He's a character. I like. Larry. I know Groucho's. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows Groucho's. Yeah. <laughs> He's been around a long time. You got to yeah. give him credit. And uh, I actually enjoy him more now mm. as I'm older than I did when I was younger. Because yeah. I, now I can watch his quirks and I, <laughs> I go, yes, you're nuts. Like, um, but anyway, <laughs> he was, bro, he was eating a sandwich the last show. I was at the thing, and he's chewing meat. And I don't usually eat for a show. And he's like, you know how people talk when they eat? Mm-hmm. But I was seeing the entire meal in his mouth. Like, his <laughs> mouth was open. I'm like, I am looking at too much food. Like, people eat and talk. But I was like, Larry, how are you getting words out? Are you going to choke? Anyway. The funniest one I did with Larry, he does the uh, hypnosis Yeah, uh, hypnolarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did one show with him where <laughs> he does the whole hypnosis routine. Yeah. And at the end of it, no one's hypnotized. <laughs> his, his thing was, um, he was like, you're going to forget that the number 14 exists. And he does the whole hypnosis thing. At the end, he goes, hey, count from 10 to 15. And the guy goes, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. He goes, ah, shit. <laughs> That's actually funny, though. But I want, he's trying to make him forget. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to make him forget. Well, having somebody fail at something can could funny. be a, his own show. Also, yeah, it can you know, be funny too yeah. if he plays it right. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. this guy Tom Drake was twenty-five year cruise guy. Saw the so Larry says Larry wasn't headlining me at the time. Mm. I was, you know, I was, and I, I this was before I went to L.A. So I had written that bit, and I was featuring for Larry. And he goes, "Hey, I come down." I said, "Larry, I don't want to feature. I got, I got a headline." I go, "This is ridiculous." Yeah. Um, you know, so 
he says, all right, we'll come down for Tom Drake. He's one of the best, best in the business. And Larry, <laughs> he, Larry puts the cruise ships up there like you're on Carson back in the yeah. day. Does all the cruise ships, great comic. And I'm like, oh, yeah. and, and, and super great guy. And he was fairly, yeah. so I go up and do my 20 minutes and just blow it off the roof with that bit, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? He goes up and does it doesn't go well for an <laughs> you know and I was never a guy that wanted that I just was going in to do my best set so he would just give me this headline at work I had a baby you mm-hmm. know I needed to make money mm-hmm. and after so Larry you know he's like okay I'll give you dates and then Tom came up to me he says uh, he goes man I've been out of the clubs a long time I go what do you mean he says Dr. Seuss getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Seuss banging you in the ass. I'll take that money on my back. I'll take that money on my sack. He goes, that was some funny shit, man. And that was like, the bit was only eight, ten months old at the time. And uh, he goes, do yourself a favor. Don't go on cruise ships till you're ready. Till you're ready not to do this anymore. And mm-hmm. you're done with that part of wanting something more. He goes, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. The cruise ships gave me a great living. I met my wife. Got to travel the world, mm-hmm. seen a lot of countries. Mm-hmm. He says, but you know, once you're on there, it's, it's, it's sort of it. reti- the retirement. Yeah, it, it's like a great living. Yeah, it's a great career. You know, you can still write, but I think a lot of the they get lazy on cruise ships. It's a trapped audience. It's you know mm-hmm. they're there. It's you know. If, but I wonder also because the sense that I get is that the money is so good mm-hmm. that once you're on it. It's literally mentally almost impossible to get back off. That's exactly because, what he was saying. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a crack. It's like a dealer giving you the crack. Like, hey, man, I know you're good, so take this. Yeah. Stay on. <laughs> oh, he, you're going to quit? Here's a raise. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had, you know, a couple times. I had one offered right before, uh, after, co- it was like about, was about six months ago, mm-hmm. a year ago. And Carnival offered me a contract because I had tried it one other time. I didn't want to go on. And it was like, you know, to start 1500 a week or something, mm-hmm. you know, a four-day cruise, and then you do how many months? So you, you could make like, you know, six, seven grand a month mm-hmm. if you went out on three or four, mm-hmm. yeah. which is pretty decent. Yeah, right? yeah. And um, <laughs> But that's a starting pay. That's a yeah, starting that's a start. Pay. Yeah. yeah, and that was yeah. that's a starting. And once they realize you're kicking ass, yeah. like I heard Ron Hortman just went on, and then mm-hmm. he's like not, he didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what well, someone told me. Well, they move you up to bigger and bigger ships, right. too. And so then, the bigger the ship. Yeah, the more pay. Right. My my, uh, my mom's ex-boyfriend was a guitar player on cruise ships. I'm, looking, and yeah, he I'm was, just looking at a comic's name on Dean's phone. It's just funny. Oh, Lindsay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was. <laughs> she go, She lives in Vegas. She's hysterical, man. She she makes me laugh. because she, <laughs> She's brutal. She's she just is like, brutal, man. She's brutal just a gangster honest. white lady. Yeah, like. she is, man. And she's smart as shit. You know, yeah. and a lot of people don't know that. She's, she's, uh, um, she's autistic. Oh really? Yeah, I know she's but, a lawyer, right? Yeah, she's a lawyer, but yeah, she's that I she's got exactly that spectrum on, yeah. and she comes across like kind of bitchy people yeah. thinking. I'm like, Lindsay, you gotta tell people you got this thing. Yeah, she goes, I didn't really think I needed to. I go, Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's now she talks about it on stage, and, yeah. she, and and it's actually, you know, because certain people just they don't. Someone comes across fine, they don't take a second to get to know them just mm-hmm. because they're like, what the hell is her problem? Yeah. But she's, you know, we've had some funny ass conversations. <laughs> I mean, she's hysterical. Um, but like, you know, you know how it is in this. If like right away, oh, that guy's a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, do you know him? Yeah. No. Well, a lot of <laughs> no. times it's like jealousy too. You know. Yeah, what I, mean? I, I think so too. It's more like they don't know him, but they see him and they have a joke that they wish they had or <laughs> right. something like that. And but so. she's she's also a comic that approaches the business very strategically. Yes, mm. and that's so. what they. That's what people. Were, because she has yeah. the money because she was a lawyer and worked yeah. that hard in that area. 
she's able to funnel that resource yeah. to that side of it. Mm-hmm. She has someone make her videos, yeah. she, you know, help her, you know, she does them. But I think because of that, she kind of skyrocketed past mm-hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of bitter comics. There like, is, there's a lot of bitter comics. I would say a, a good portion of bitter. <laughs> I mean, we have, like, bitter comics in our small scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, there's bitter comics that are only in it for a year, six months, that yeah. I think, you know... You know. I haven't I haven't come across those guys yet. Oh but man, yeah. All the guys I know that are bitter are been doing it. Well, a you, very long mm-hmm. time. I when I start, I pro- I swore I'd never be that guy. Yeah. Because I was working with a guy named Greg Ray. Yeah, I say the fucking <laughs> name. I really Not saying I don't like the guy. Yeah. But I would always ask when I was a younger comic, hey, is there any advice? You know, I really appreciate any advice you can give me. This is probably nineteen ninety two three, mm-hmm. and they were angry about so many comics coming into the game in the Mm -hmm. 80s because the money just dumped Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. guys were making bank in the 80s openers were making a grand a week you know from what i hear so all right so i'm very curious to this because when we talked to frankie paul yeah right yeah frankie's great we all assume as new comics that the pay has just gone up with inflation we did not understand that we're making less money now you than they were paying in the eighties mm-hmm. and, and in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. That's and amazing. and raises are unheard of. I mean, as a club, I I, I asked you know you, you asked for a little bit of a raise and you don't, but you got to be able to stand by it because mm-hmm. you got to you know you got to know your worth and what you you know mm-hmm. always. But this guy, <laughs> we had the Comedy House Theater in Columbia, South Carolina, or, or Savannah, Georgia. I can't remember and. He was just like, yeah, all new comics, you know. You all got that laugher's ear. You think every joke's killing. And it's just very negative. And I'm like, oh, yeah. damn, man. And he was probably 10, 12 years older than me. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little more, 24. He's probably in his 40s. And he's like, back when I was in the heyday, they'd ask you in the green room, do you want to get paid in white or green? Because <laughs> it was the 80s with yeah, all the coke. You know? And I'm like, and I thought. Listen, man, I went to high school in the 80s and played sports. Say no to drugs, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I had a kid at the time, or just having a kid, and he was just bitter. Mm-hmm. And just, you could just see his uh, bitterness and anger and mm-hmm. other comics that have made it that he knew and they talk about. And I was like, man, if I ever, tr- I don't ever want to treat, and if I do, I'll quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I hear someone say, oh, man, that guy's a bitter fuck, yeah. I'm out. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the job is to make people happy. That's you it. know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. if you can't be happy yourself doing that, I mean, that's, I mean, what's the point of doing it? It is the point. Because yeah. you got that hour, 10, 15, 30, whatever you're doing. The hard part of this job is the driving. Yeah. It's getting to the gigs. It's getting <laughs> treated like, <laughs> yo, you get 50% off your food and one drink. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, and that's even gotten worse. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I, I, have you? I had, <laughs> Go ahead. I had somebody tell me, um, we were talking. It was actually the last podcast. I think it was. I think, I think it was Kevin who said this, but he was like, some of the advice that he was given was like another thing you also do is when you're at the club, you know, you want to buy some drinks, buy some food, spend some money, so that you know you're putting some money yeah. back into the. I'm like, all right, how badly are we getting raped? Right. When it's like we're taking a pay cut. Yep. And oh, a big way to get invited back is right. to spend money spend while money. you're there. It's like, well, then at what point 
Does this become a thing where you can make a living? Well, then you it's also insane. had like I think it was either Devin or Paul Paul Jensen that said like, "Oh, you don't want to take free things from the club either because they calculate that into they your calculate cost. yeah." So it you know <laughs> if if you're a comic that makes fifty bucks, but then you take ten dollars worth of beer, now you cost sixty. Now bucks. you cost sixty, and like, there's a comic who won't drink though. You know, and it's I'm so like, crazy because the other thing that that I know that frustrates me so much it's like you got to find the balance because I I do notice some people. Some comics take the take the abuse too well, yeah. So that all the clubs feel comfortable doing it to yes. all of us. Mm-hmm. But then some comics just throw their career in the toilet by fighting yeah. with the clubs so right. bitterly over a meal. Yeah, exactly. So my thing though is like, like my my parents were in the restaurant business for yeah. a while, so I know that the chicken tenders and fries right. the that cost. they're giving me cost them. Pennies, like it's nothing to tell you. But yeah, it's just like it's an insult. Yeah, because I and there are comics. I remember when I started, and there would be like, hey, you get you know, you get free drinks at the bar, whatever. You get three, or and Mm -hmm. the bartenders would always give you more. But then one guy screws it up because he gets hammered, Mm -hmm. you know, does something messed up, and then they say, well, we can't can't be unlimited. We can't. You you get two drinks, or you get one, or you know. And it, and that's always the case, but then that's always they're out to not. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So it was that one was you know God love America Myers was a great. I loved him. He was funny as shit. But you know everybody knows mm-hmm. we all have our things. Yeah. And I was at the why not lounge in Altamont I think the week before him. Mm-hmm. And I you know that place I was going through my divorce at times there I think I can't remember it's been so long but you know I drink some beers there never never got crazy out of hand ever. Mm-hmm. Well, Eric was there the week after. I guess it got crazy. <laughs> forgot to get up for the show. The, the, there was a crazy story, and then yeah. they stopped. Yeah. They're like, oh, and then I ran into someone like, yeah, you're the one who got you know no drinks at the Why Not Lounge. I said, what the hell are you talking about, man? Yeah. That wasn't me. <laughs> but, oh, you man, know. so you just get association. Yeah, yeah. You, get it, you, know, cause, you know, you go through these things, you know, and like, I, you know, 33-year career, mm-hmm. I went through a divorce, you know, you the Jack Daniels phase, or yeah. <laughs> after the show, where people would send me shots. It was mm-hmm. crazy, and you know it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. So and then you got to have that, like, all right, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, you got to put it. Yeah, and you it. say, hey, send me coke or, you know, <laughs> not cane. Not cane. <laughs> <laughs> I had that reaction. There's a line of coke. Yeah, not cane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That guy's bad enough on Jack. Dan- I can't even like Jack yeah. Daniels. If I smell it now, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, once in a while, if someone's doing. I'm like, yeah, it's not my thing. It's mm-hmm. like getting war flashbacks. You yeah, know? it is. You know, you, <laughs> you're like, oh, you, I remember it, those days. It is because you, when you have a career over a long time, like you go through periods of where you were at, mm-hmm. like what was I going through emotionally, what girlfriend, you know, what, you know, was I married? It's weird when my kid was born. Yeah, and that's kind of a timeline, especially if you were drinking. Mm-hmm. You know where you yeah. woke up a few times. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. oh, yes. which I was. What? So are you? Are you dating now? I, I've been single for two years. Okay, so this is yeah. So here's my because all right. So you haven't seen Dean, right? <laughs> no. But even if you look at old pictures, like headshot pictures, I've seen headshot photos of him. Dean has been a tall, handsome, funny Italian <laughs> yeah. man on the road for a very long time. I, I've seen him on TV also. Okay, so yeah. all right, so you know, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So what has that been like for you? Because I'm married, so that keeps me out of trouble. It is, and, and honestly, when I was married, it kept me out of trouble. But I, I what I learned was because I don't. First of all, I'm not a very aggressive guy. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a guy that's hitting on every chick after a show. Because mm-hmm. I just you're not, you're not doing bits about how big your dick is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you like the show? You see how good but I am. But I have seen them harass Dean yeah. after a show. There like, has I've been some <laughs> awkward ones where I'm like, oh, you know, they say shit, and you're like. Yeah. 
And I just, I've never, I mean, ever since I was in high school, I was just a mm. shy guy with hitting on women or whatever. They would usually have to make the first move with me or just be so blunt. And I'd have to be like, uh, but then, you know, a lot of times I, you know, for a lot of years I had girlfriends. Mm -hmm. So I didn't cheat on them. I was on the road, you know, but mm. a few times I was single. And I don't know. I did, nothing really happened as many times as people think. Because I have people mm -hmm. go like, oh, you have Chuck. Oh, who was it? Lisa Rod Davis. She's like, I know you got chuckle fuckers. I yeah. go, what the hell is that? <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah. She goes, you have chuckle fuckers. I go, no, I don't, Lisa. I don't. I go, I, I also take care of my dad the last three years. Then my mom before that. So I have yeah. you know, responsibilities. I'm like, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I can't, I, you know, don't get me wrong. I was not a saint mm -hmm. if there was a, you know. A person I was interested in, and then it yeah. just happened. But I, I'm just not a, uh, I'm not a guy that hits on a lot of women. Mm -hmm. It has to like really fall in my lap. Yeah. <laughs> that probably makes them want you more, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, like. sometimes, yeah, sometimes, yeah. But I mean, I'm, you know, I'm like, I don't know. It's just a lot of, and also now at 53, it's a lot of effort. Yeah. Right? That, not that you don't want to like that have that. Hey, you have a joke about that. I think. I yeah, I do. <laughs> I'd rather you know I say that. You know, like you know, with all all the things and the Me Too and. You get on a list. I said, I'd rather go home, jerk off, and save a hundred. Yeah, that's right. You know, and and if, you know, just saying, it's like, it's a lot of effort. And then you know, you just like, where is this going? And then it's going to go further. And then with social media, between texting and Facebook and Instagram and and all that stuff, you it, you're never off. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's just a lot of. A lot of pressure at 53. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, you get to a point in life where you're just like, I kind of like my alone time. Well, I almost feel like for a certain social media, there should just be an age limit, you know, like because yeah. like nobody at fifty three is learning Snapchat, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> I, 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 my kids are like, Dad, you should get Snapchat. Dad, you should get TikTok. And I just said, No, nah, the Chinese are listening there. I'm not getting TikTok. <laughs> Which because like when we talk, so JP um, Lambies is a comic who's like famous on social media. Okay, he's in Orlando, and when we talked to him, we we're like, What what should we be posting on? He was like, All of them. I was like, What do you mean? He was like. TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah. it's so much. It's overwhelming. Work. Yeah, but he, his soul. I mean, his living is made on social media. JP, so. is he the one with yeah. the healthy junk food? Yep. Thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, uh, Carmen Valone just we did a show. He's talking about well, it. Yeah, they grew up together. Yeah, so yeah. <clears throat> we, Everyone says he's super nice. Yeah, super yeah. nice. We did his um, podcast at his house. Craziest in-home studio. That's what, you, that's what Carmen was talking. Oh, it's man. incredible. It's I got, just I got like, photos. Oh, I yeah, see yeah, it. <laughs> it's I want to see incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what everyone tells me, and they make a good living off. Of yeah, that. and it's and, and what's so cool about it is he's doing all that, but he's still a nice guy. Like when you talk to him, he's that's not like a it. dick about the fact that he has three million followers on. And that's what everyone says. You know? Yeah, and that's the only way I'd want it. Yeah, I don't. I'm not going through this career this long, and then. <laughs> That backstabbing bastard. Yeah. <laughs> so that's his downstairs. Oh wow. That's not his. Uh, that's that's just where he does his podcast. So yeah, you can keep, keep scrolling. That's him. Wow. It's like he's like he's in a freaking CNN like yeah. Fox yeah. News no, he, CNN studio. He built an in home Stru studio. Wow. That's the name of his podcast. What's it called? Stream this. Stream this. Yeah. yeah. This is his upstairs shooting studio. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you see all the scaffolding oh and stuff. Scroll, <laughs> yeah. scroll to the next one. Uh, that's his editing bay. Wow. And then that's where he records. Wow. So yeah. Now, doesn't he have a wife or a girlfriend that does it with him? Or? Uh, yeah. Julia. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, it's insane. See, when I see that, that in Orlando. But, bro, when I see that, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not sure this is going to happen. Because <laughs> I have, I bought a green screen 
a year and a half ago. It's still in the box. I bought a good one. I'm like, I got so many great ideas. I write down the sketches. I, I, I'm great at writing them all down and writing yeah. them out and, and scripting it. But, mm -hmm. you know, the, the tech part of it. So you have execution issues with the t technology. Uh, yeah, I, I put up some good videos, and I'll you know I did a couple with Jake. Mm -hmm. I did one with Jake and Joe with the scratching off in the car, mm -hmm. yeah. and that thing's got you know almost a half million views. Hell yeah. yeah! And then everything I, I've done the Jake's um, you know little series there, mm -hmm. which is fun as shit. Yeah. And the one scene with him and I has like seven million views. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I know, and I have other videos that have. A nice amount. Yeah. The, the problem is, is when you have a guy like Devin Seabold come in and talk to you about social media mm -hmm. and literally break down how much money he's making and show yeah. you, and it's like forty grand a month, and you're just going <laughs> like, for shit. one platform, <laughs> and you're like, "Fuck!" I he think I think he I think he might be doing it the right yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, De um, Devin and I have had our ons and offs. You know yeah. what I mean? I think mm -hmm. we're okay now, but uh, um, I met him. We ate at this little place right off of 75 and it was barbecue joint and we were talking about all things and he was kind of new mm -hmm. in this area he was always a writer yeah. and then he was, I said yeah your your marketing game and all that I was like that's what I'm lacking and he was telling me some stuff and advice yeah. and told me about I think it was him who told me about the shot glasses or something mm -hmm. else selling stuff mm -hmm. and it motivated me back then but that was you know I was like eight years ago ten years ago when I mm -hmm. first came back well, you've been in the business, man. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what's interesting. Like you know how to entertain through a lens. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. I mean, so it would just be you getting the uh, the right people or right equipment right. or whatever but behind. That has you. to do with the. So you demonstrated the perfect example of what I'm talking about. Jake Rika, yes, is masterful with the technology and the social media stuff. Yep. And you as an experienced comic. Yep. Work with somebody young like Jake. Jake that's who's got all love, that yeah. locked down yep. and millions of views. Yeah, so it's, I know. it's like it's but yeah, that's that and the, him and Joe and those. So well. <clears throat> I'll work with them anytime, and I, yeah. I'll, I'll you know I'll do everything for free. Yeah, for see, acting stuff. See, but yes. you could do that for yourself. Yeah, and make a Money. substantial yeah. living yeah. doing mm -hmm. that. Probably, I mean, I assume at this point you just live off comedy, right? Yeah, comedy, acting, and, and uh, well, so you, acting not so much anymore. I was going to ask you, so you're, yeah. you're, I mean, do you have agents like here? That yeah, I still have one in Orlando. My Atlanta one dropped me because I just couldn't make auditions, and mm -hmm. when they get you the audition, mm -hmm. you can't go. Like, well, now it's know. all video, too. Yeah, so. and, then, and a lot of it's audition from home, and then the callback could be in the office, but Atlanta, that was my goal, so I'm growing my hair again to get mm -hmm. different headshots with a different look. Do you have a headshot I'm guy older. local? Um, yeah, I got a couple that I like. Um, <clears throat> Christia Knowles out of uh, she's in Ormond. She's really good. Um, and there's Beverly Brocious in Orlando. And there's like, um, but that can get expensive. So you want to find someone who's good. Yeah. That you can maybe you know even test with somebody or my uh, my because my kid does acting and. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have we have a guy in Orlando. He, I swear to God, the dude shoots everybody, man. Like, he, like he's a headshot guy. Uh, Scott Dettinger. That's oh, Scott name. Dettinger. Yeah, yeah, I know who that yeah, is. He's real mm -hmm. good. Yeah, my so. and uh, my buddy um, Roger used to go to him. And yeah, he's fairly <clears throat> like well Decent priced. Price, so it's yeah. like two hundred fifty bucks or something. Yeah, like that. and that's that's a, so. that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Beverly's a little more like three fifty. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't had a new headshot since pre COVID. Mm -hmm. So even now I went on to submit for something the other day. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm a little older now. 
and uh, I, I look a little different, so I need new headshots. Because as an actor, you know, you're supposed to get a new headshot every year. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Um, and most actors don't. <laughs> They're worse than comics. You ever see comics yeah. headshots? That oh, my, my. <laughs> yeah, you're like, are you fucking 20? And <laughs> the, in the, in the credits from, you know, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the one time I was in the background of this HBO thing in the yeah, 70s. In the like 70s, like, <laughs> like, nobody remembers what that is. Man on even, street. Even now, yeah. Man on the street. Even, but you... Oh, sorry. No, no. I was gonna say even <laughs> now, like, so some people say, "What do you, what do you want me to say?" I'll be like, "Ah, you can say you've seen them on Army Wives and Burn Notice," but I'm, yeah. I'm looking back; those shows are five years old off yeah. the air, you know, maybe yeah. six, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, "Yeah, people are gonna start, you know." And I, there's other movies I did, mm-hmm. but you know, you you need to have something new, yeah, mm-hmm. and relevant. So that's why I'm like, I gotta get some new acting credits. But that, yeah. that's what I wanted to ask you about, even <clears throat> like the the acting stuff that you've done. When did you? Because you you started stand up here, right? When did you, when did you see? Okay, it's time for me to move to LA. Well, I mean, I started stand up and comedy at um, stand up and acting at the same time. Really, I started uh, stand up at an, uh, a contest in Daytona when I was t- just turned twenty one, and then I started I started taking an acting class because I was always interested in it. Mm. Well, actually, my mother got me signed up at Lisa Maley School of Acting and Modeling. Yeah, my kid, my kid goes there. <laughs> okay. Maley School. And I was there when Lisa owned it. Mm-hmm. And the modeling part, I just was never comfortable yeah, with. Yeah, she never mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, they did an acting part in the modeling class I took. And I was like, I like that. That was fun. Mm-hmm. So then I took their acting classes till mm-hmm. I could go no further. And then met with an agent. First agent turned me down. A little weird. Maybe I was in really good shape. I managed a gym at the time, and I mm-hmm. was twenty-one. That's Guys crazy. Like, Take your shirt off. Not so much like that, but he was like, he goes, look, some some commercials you got to take your shirt off, so I need to see what kind of shape you're in. And I was like, I won't give any names out right now, but I mean, the guy was, you know, I think like, he was interested, and I'm like, this is weird. But I took it off because I'm a whore. And um, was he like, uh, some some places do underwear commercials? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see your penis. Yeah. <laughs> We got this ball cream ad <laughs> that we need you to. <laughs> Actually, let, me, let me put it on for you. That's right. You ever heard of preparation? A? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm a 21 year old with no experience, 22 ish, no friends in the business, mm-hmm. nobody to guide me. Mm-hmm. I lost so much money getting headshots in the beginning because back then, yeah, you know, they did it on regular film. Mm-hmm. You had to get it developed. If it wasn't good, they would give you a te- another reshoot, but with only so many photos. So if you didn't get the shot, yeah. And it was it was more expensive then, really. It was mm-hmm. crazy, yeah. and then you had to print up a, a load of from one fifty to five hundred headshots by a, a place that was called Photo Scan. I think it's still there in Orlando, and and you had to bring the physical headshot. Now you don't even do that anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't want hard copy because yeah. you know the, it's an environment thing, which is good. It's smart. Yeah. I always I would throw out hundreds of headshots <laughs> every time I got a new headshot because I wasn't using it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the biggest waste. It used to bug mm-hmm. me, and then. You know, I got into uh, acting and I was doing comedy and comedy started doing much better. But I, I was doing acting. I got on all these Nickelodeon shows because I used to film at uh, Universal. Mm-hmm. So there was a show called Welcome Freshman back in the day. Um, Mystery Files of Shelby Wu. Mm-hmm. I was a regular on both of those, like character actor and mm-hmm. was a cop on Shelby Wu. And so I had a, I had a decent reel, a show mm-hmm. called Sequest, DSV. I remember Sequest. Uh, I had, <laughs> yeah, I, was on a, I had an episode of that. And... I'll never forget Joe Bonkers from you know San Filippo. Mm-hmm. Rick Messina was looking for. Um, I just had my son. I had two kids. I was almost thirty, and they were looking for new talent to come to L.A. You know to see if he had anybody that you know was promising, funny, and could act. So mm-hmm. 
Joe called me and said, hey, you're the only guy I recommended. Send your VHS tape. <laughs> <Swear to laughs> yeah, God. So I sent my VHS tape. That was yeah. pr- pretty well produced. That cost me over 800 bucks See what I to mean? get See edited back in the day. Because yeah. I had to go to this guy in Orlando that had the two VCR things, and he could <laughs> put in my one thing and then yeah. record it on there and then edit it on his thing. And it was yeah. so yeah. low-tech. But it was he, he charged by the hour. Mm-hmm. And it took, I don't know how many hours, plus the tape, plus the repros. And I, it was a lot. <clears throat> and I'm a new dad with two kids. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So then oh, out of nowhere, I get, I'm bathing my son. I get a call from their office. It says, hi, this is Messina Baker's office. Is Dean there? And my wife hands me the phone. And I thought it was one of my brothers fucking around. And <laughs> Rick Messina gets on the phone. He had Drew and Tim at the time. Yeah. At the same time, and they were both on their big shows, and he's like, yeah, this is Rick Messina, Messina Baker. I go, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he starts laughing. I thought it was my brother, because I told everybody. Yeah. He goes, no, this is Rick Messina. So then he said, um, you know, I loved your tape. He goes, I think you're funny. You can act. You know, I'd love to see you out here if you want to do a showcase. And I just lied. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm actually planning a trip in September to come out there. Yeah. I had no trip, no <laughs> ticket. Yeah, yeah. He goes, really? He goes, well, let me know the dates, and I'll get mm. you a spot at the Improv, at the uh, you know Hollywood Improv, and uh, we'll check you out. I'll invite some people. Hung up, and I was like, guess I got to get a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, I flew out and had this amazing set, killed it. Had a couple agents talk to me. Rick said he wanted to sign me. But I had to live there, so then that's how the whole journey started. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, moved your wife and kids out there. That was that was the pr- issue. I had a house and kids, and you know, I went out, and it was like, let me, let me go out and see what's up. I do the thing, come back, and then my wife really didn't want to sell the house, and on this whim, and you know, we weren't exactly in good shape as far as relationship went, mm-hmm. but we were working on things, you know. And I said, all right. She goes, well, what if you go out? And I said, well, I don't really. And so I went out for pilot season. February of uh, yeah I went it was uh, yeah I left in January to get settled in pilot mm-hmm. season started late January early February and that was 2001 wow signed <laughs> with a huge agent um, had everything going was getting interviews was meetings mm-hmm. um, went on a lot a couple pilot auditions was really getting a lot of auditions very stressful mm-hmm. and then uh, freaking 9-11 hits mm-hmm. yeah that's what I was gonna say and I'm like, my my manager's like, I know it's crazy time. Do you want to go home? We'll get you a ticket. <clears throat> I was like, well, no, I'll wait. I'll see what happens here because, you know, he couldn't really fly for that wide time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then it's just bizarre. So then I get home for the holidays. 2002 hits. I'm auditioning. Still haven't got arrested and you know, gotten a job. Mm-hmm. They call it arrested. The first time I heard that, I was like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> you know, I can't get arrested in this town. So then uh, I get there in 2002 for pilot season, get into an acting class that my, you know, a, a, a me- more of a, a methody type style. Mm-hmm. Ivana Chubbuck is very well known. Mm-hmm. Um, learned a lot. Met a lot of freaks. A lot of people <laughs> yeah. that are like, are you people out of your fucking mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Met a couple of one actor. He's like, hey, man, you seem pretty cool. He's like, are you drinking this Kool-Aid like the rest of the day? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I died. I go, no. It but. does seem like that, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way you won't believe this bullshit. Yeah. But you got to play the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there was a lot of good stuff I learned. Mm-hmm. Then freaking writer's strike hits. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> hey, I'm not even joking. <laughs> like so God the, is just looking down like, no, Dean. No. <laughs> I swear to you. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? What happens then is 
reality TV gets yeah. born. I was going to ask, mm-hmm. did you do any reality shows? No. <laughs> I got offered. I, I got to audition. But I was like, that's not what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Everything reality. Yeah. Because it could be non-union. Mm-hmm. But I'm a union actor. So even if I went on, I would be breaking union rules. Yep. Mm. I mean, it was a total cluster. You know, and then finally the year later, the whole strike got done. I ended up like, I think in my late second year or third year, I booked my first job was a, a movie called The Detective's Tale. It was a movie of the week, kids movie. I played mm-hmm. a thug, you know. It was actually fun. Mm-hmm. And then I started booking, once you got one, yeah, you trusted. And it was like I got on The Shield and then I got on... Um, Dirty Sexy Money, this What About Brian, Shark, you remember that show? Oh, yeah. What's with, his name? Uh, uh, James Woods. James Woods. Yeah. I, my sim was with <laughs> him. It was awesome. Yeah. He's Got a lawyer, right? Uh, yeah, he's yeah. a lawyer, and he was fun as shit. But, uh, who, who, what did you do in The Shield, man? I was, uh, I was a graffiti. I was a, a detective, <laughs> but I was a graffiti expert on gangs yeah. and all that. Oh. Oh, so the scene was they were tagging all these. I gotta Google all these. Dude, like, the they, Shield I is watch such all a. This, yeah. It's one of the best cop <laughs> yeah. shows, man. It was, I mean, it was so it was, gritty, dude. It was the first yeah. season Glenn Close was on. Okay, and, I, I, dude, I think I remember yeah. that. And I, and, <laughs> I love and that I'm show. I'm like man. the two cops are like, what does all this mean? I said, well, yeah, 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 R is for Raga, Raga something whatever on the thing. I go, you know, there's a lot of this and that going on. I go, why you guys? I've been talking to you guys. I've been talking to you guys about tagging for months and nobody's ever come. I go, what's the what's the new interest? Yeah. Well, we got a lot of blah 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 going on, and it's a nice scene. Yeah. Were, you, were you with Chickalis? No, I was with the um, Walton Goggins. Yeah, the the two cops. I uh, love that guy. Dude. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I don't. I, I, <laughs> he's, Brian he's, is I, perfect because Brian's watched every television show, yeah, ever, was, um, and movies, and everything. funny thing is when I read for uh, the Shield was like the biggest show out there. Yeah. I was, when I got it, like my everybody, you know, it was exciting because once you get those, mm-hmm. yeah. They go, oh shit! He was on the Shield yeah. as a co-star. Well, we could trust him auditioning here, and then it's like work begins, just like comedy. Yeah, yeah. it's how you get into a lead spot. It's exactly it. And then yeah. you, then you go from co-star to guest star to recurring to regular. And yeah, um, when I audition, I I might have a New York accent, right? So when I mm. when I act, I try to like flatten it out if mm-hmm. it's a if it's a role set somewhere. Which makes no sense because you're a cop in San Francisco, but what, you couldn't have grown up in New York and moved yeah. to San Francisco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You got to have a non-regional dialect. Non-regional no. dialect. So <laughs> yeah. my audition was very flat mm-hmm. accent. So when I got on the thing, I was a little nervous, you know, it's mm-hmm. my it's only my second or third credit. And I'm like, my New York thoughts coming out. The director yeah. was super cool. He gets me aside. He's like, hey, Dean. I go, yeah, what's up? He goes, good talk to you. I go, yeah. He goes, uh, <laughs> he goes, when we saw the tape, we didn't hear this New York accent. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "Can we uh, can we lose?" That? I said, "Yeah, I'm sorry, no problem." Mm-hmm. And I and I did, you know. But I have to really slow down and enunciate and say orange instead of orange, you know, yeah, or yeah. you know, walk instead of you know, walk instead of walk. walk. Yeah. <laughs> but it's one of them things, you know. You just but you don't realize it till you're mm-hmm. in it, and you know. Acting is stressful because you get there. Everyone's there as a family. Mm-hmm. And you're like the fucking temp coming in for yep. a day or two. Yeah. Yep. You're the redheaded stepchild. <laughs> and they don't yeah. give a shit about you. No. Nope. No one wants to talk <laughs> to you. You're not making friends on a movie set <laughs> or a TV yeah. show. And you try. Yeah. And you, uh, you know, you just kind of get that cold. I got the cold shoulder. Uh, the Baldwin brother. Not Alec Baldwin. What's the other ones? Uh, Stephen and William, I think. Stephen, I believe, was the one. He was, was he the, he was the one in Biodome with Polly Shore and yeah, I think it was Steven. Which one's the religious one? That's the that's William Baldwin, I think. So or Daniel Steven. Daniel Baldwin. That's Daniel, yeah, Daniel. I'm saying William. It's it was Daniel. either Steven or William. Yeah, because it was Dirty Sexy Money, and I was a state trooper. 
for the uh, for the main the governor or something. Who no, that, was that? Was Stephen? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And and the, who's the? Uh, <laughs> the uh, I'll be IMDb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's perfect. He's perfect. I forget uh, the uh, the guy who played in Hunger Games. He was the guy with the white hair. Uh, oh, uh, um, uh, shit! Come on, uh, his son is is on the show Twenty Four. He was yeah, the, it's a uh, Southern Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. So. <laughs> So Donald Sutherland's in the scene with me. Stephen Baldwin is plays like an attorney, and I'm Donald Sutherland's state trooper, right? So mm-hmm. we're getting makeup done, and, and Baldwin's next to me in the makeup chair. I happen to know the makeup artist because she's seen me do comedy mm-hmm. at the improv. She's like, you're still doing comedy? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So he's reading his paper. Just ignore you know, He doesn't want to talk. <laughs> so I said something. I go, hey, how you doing, man? He go, I go, you're from Massapequa, huh? He goes, yeah, because it's Long Island, kind of where I grew up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, just, yeah, yeah, and just turns away. <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy's dick. <laughs> you know, I might, I might yeah. have you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. So then she says to me, so you still at, on the comedy circuit? You still doing? I said, yeah, I just got back from Vegas. His paper folds up. He's like, you do comedy? <laughs> I was like, oh, now you want to talk, bitch. <laughs> and and then we and he was okay after that. And yeah. I talked to him for a minute, but it was just bizarre the way you treated. Mm-hmm. Whereas comedy is just to me is different. Did, when you were out in LA, did you find that like those two things would feed each other though? Like your acting feed your comedy, comedy feed your acting. Like like for instance, like <clears throat> like or, like what did, did you have success in both of them while you were there? Like were you continuously able to do comedy while being booked on things and stuff like that? So the mistake I made, and hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, one time I left to do a bonkers gig at the. Uh, Palace Station, right? And mm-hmm. I was getting some credits, and Hill Street Blues was on its last season. Mm. They wanted to bring me in right to producers because I had been booking work. Mm-hmm. But I took this gig out of town during the season, mm-hmm. which, if I look back now, I wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. I would just tough it out, try to do more comedy in town. But I, I didn't have the energy, and I didn't have any camaraderie with anybody to hang out at the improv. Was my favorite club, then mm-hmm. the Laugh Factory, and then the store. I didn't really mm-hmm. care for the store. Just me. Well, that mm-hmm. it was a shitty yeah, situation it was, it was at a, that time. And Sebastian, actually, Maniscalco, Brett Ernst, they were all mm-hmm. kind of the young regulars there. And, yeah. and I met Brett there. And, and him and I became friends. Yeah. I, love, I paid to see him before. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and he was, you know, he was working and coming in doing the show. And, and I met him one night with Brett. And, you know, it was funny shit. And you see all these guys before they blew up. I remember mm-hmm. the first time Sebastian's name was on the, on the Laugh Factory uh, thing. And, my manager talked about it, and I'm like, yeah, wow, it's pretty freaking good, you know? Yeah. Said, okay, well, all I thought was, well, Napolitano is a long-ass name that everyone's like, oh, that's a, you may want to change your name. I'm like, if it's Maniscalco, I'm changing this <laughs> That's even harder to say, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's, what th- that's what I'm thinking, right? So now I'm going, all right, but then it's Italian, Italian, and yeah. it's like yeah. over, overkill. But I think when I mistake was not hanging out at the improv every night mm-hmm. and if someone didn't show up you get to do the spot getting mm-hmm. to know I knew the managers and I knew the bartender pretty good because I would drink yeah. but I just didn't have that there were so many clicks and I wasn't mm-hmm. there when those things developed mm-hmm. or have it so um, yeah just I never had anybody to hang with but did you so did your when you started getting credits on mm-hmm. TV shows were did you find it it was easier to start booking better places in comedy? Um, yes, I mean as far as getting better paying gigs, getting corporate gigs, yeah. um, mm-hmm. work in Vegas, you know. Yeah, yeah, but Vegas was fun. But after the third, fourth, fifth time, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're doing one of the huge rooms and you know. Yeah. But excuse me, until that point, I don't know. You know, I. I 
you always sit back and go like, what if he would have done this? Because I don't have any regrets, but I just think like hindsight, what would have been the better move? Mm-hmm. Um, I would have never left here without my family. I would just say, we're selling the house, we're moving. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. That's yeah. it. That would have been that was the first, if you want to say, mistake mm-hmm. or miss miss uh, call. Yeah. yeah, and then and then if it didn't work out, we leave together. Yeah. you know mm-hmm. that's just that. But I think it was that we were, or, you know, we were in this in our marriage, and I was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't want to make her sell the house. I don't, you know, and then mm-hmm. she wasn't sure, and I, we were just, you know, it was, we were kids, man. We were 24 and 25. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, a little older than that, 28, 29. Um, but the acting part, you know, I always tell comics, man. You know, Adam Murray, I, I you yeah. know, he'll tell mm-hmm. you. I told him. I met him. I was like, dude, you need to get into acting. You're a character. You're going to book a ton of shit. Mm-hmm. That's what He's he, like, really? He, he he was in here, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did an interview with him, so. It's funny because you said something similar to me, and I, when we did our interview with Adam Murray, yeah, I was like, you know, I remember I had asked you about that because this was like 2019 right. when I had asked him about it. So I pull out my phone, yeah, and the last messages were me and Adam Murray and me asking him, hey, what, I want to get into acting. Yeah. What should I do? And he's like. Because in the podcast, he was talking about how people ask him for advice and then never bothered to do it. True. So then the conversation in my phone is, hey, what should I do? And then him breaking, like really graciously breaking down, this is where you go. Right. This is how much it costs. You know, these is when the classes yeah, starts. Yeah. You're going to want to do that. I had done none of that. <laughs> <laughs> and now four years I'm, later. <laughs> yeah. And now four years later, I'm asking about She-Hulk and yeah. the Netflix show Stranger Things and all this amazing stuff he's doing. I'm like, I am an asshole. I just <laughs> did the typical thing. Didn't get started. Now, that being said, and everybody's life's different. You're mm-hmm. a married guy. You know, you're doing comedy. You, you got a job. You got a, you got responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Single guy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. I'm not saying it's an excuse, but time. There's only so much time in every mm-hmm. day, right? So then you got to figure, okay, how do I utilize this time? I, I, don't get me wrong. I've been the biggest waster of some of my time. <laughs> but Adam, when I when I told him, I was like, hey, dude, just do it. Because mm-hmm. I, you know, uh, my manager, uh, Messina Baker, her name was Melanie, and her husband is Brian Posehn. Hmm. And Brian Posehn was one of the biggest character actors on the sitcoms in the 80s yeah. and 90s, or yeah. late 80s, 90s. He's an ogre, now. too. He's I a, mean, yeah. he's like, you know who he is? Yeah. No. Brian Posehn? <laughs> not Mandalorian. No. He's been yeah, in yeah. the Navy. He's, he's, he, <laughs> if he, you look him up, you'll be like, He's super tall, yeah. and he wears glasses, super and he has sweet a weird guy. voice. <laughs> good, good actor, but he plays a, he's a character actor. Yeah. And I said- He is very good, too. Yeah, like, he's no. good. I mean- and He's a stand-up, also. Sorry. Yeah. No, you know, but you're right. So you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And I said, that's who I said to Adam. I said, I'm not saying- you guys look alike. I'm mm-hmm. saying, but you're a character. I said, you got that beard. You got the crazy hair. You're a big guy. Hmm. I said, take some classes. Then and then I gave him some places to look at and told him to get headshots, get on breakdown services, the whole mm-hmm. nine yards. And then, you know, he, he but he did the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ten years. And yeah. Then, yeah. Every time. And now he's got some stuff. He messaged me the other day. He goes, oh, you were right, man. Scott, thank you. Something he said. Uh, <laughs> he goes, I got some big things that are possibly happening and I just want to yeah. say thanks. He always says thanks and I'm like, you yeah. don't owe me shit, man. Mm-hmm. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. But like, the, the work, it's just like social media. Mm-hmm. The thing I find crazy with his situation though is that like, I mean, last year he was on like three of the, he was on Cobra Kai, She-Hulk, and Stranger Things. It was like three of the biggest shows of 2022. <laughs> right. And he's he's still not able to leverage that into, like, getting better bookings in comedy. Well, yet, 
I'll say this with that, from what I know and from what I've seen it last time I've seen him do stand up, and he's always been pretty good stand up. Yeah. He because of the acting, he put the comedy kind of on the back burner mm-hmm. and hasn't kept that skill yeah. sharp. Uh, sharp and I don't know how much he's writing. So <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. But he was saying that he was reaching out to places with those credits and yeah. being like, Can I get a Wednesday or Thursday night or something like like off night, you know. And they're saying no. I'm saying no, man. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what yeah. do you got to lose? You know. You know, it's, you just don't yeah. know what it is. Is a club owner that maybe didn't like him in the past mm-hmm. that says, oh, don't do it. But yeah. but he, you know, I I think he should get that shot. Yeah. On a Wednesday or a Thursday. But here's my. When other, you can market it. You yeah. Know? yeah. Let me like market the hell out of yeah, it. Yeah. That's yeah. All I stuff mean, he's and been you on. can put up the shows he's been on. Yeah. And you know he'll do a meet and greet. He loves yeah, that he shit. Loves yeah, he does. <laughs> like, but the, my thing is, so here's my other thing. Because again, from talking to different comics, um, when we talked to Devin, mm-hmm. we reached the conclusion that a door deal is how people really make money. Like exactly. that's once you get to the point where you're doing yes. door deals, that's when you really make a living. Mm-hmm. In, right? in, in my area, that's all I do. Yeah, I'll do a door deal. I know people that know me that are fans of mine will pay fifteen to twenty bucks. Yeah, if it's a small room, it's twenty. If it's a bigger room, fifteen. Yeah. At first, I was even ten and twelve. And I'm like, yeah, this inflation all this shit. I can't. And they yeah. know it. And people that like me come out. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's like a radius that I can do that mm-hmm. I feel comfortable in. Um, but even with credits, my credits are all old now. But you know, it it just depends. But yeah, and it, you know, I think you work your way out, mm-hmm. and then if you get a social media following. And they like you. They'll come. And then mm-hmm. you... I just saw uh, Jessica Michelle Singleton. You know her? Mm-mm. She's really funny. She's an L.A. comic. I, I met her in North Carolina. She's super funny. I saw her. She's got a really good social media following. And I saw her do a video to her fan base saying, where are you at? And if you want to see me in a show, let oh, me I've know. I've seen that I'll kind do. of thing, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, that's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. And, but she. But I remember working with her... Had to be six years ago. Seven and you know we had a comedy condo we shared and she was up in the morning with coffee and she's doing email lists and going online and saying i think it was happy birthday to people going on it and doing the connection this mm-hmm. is before the people didn't really know about the algorithm bullshit yeah. back then yeah she knew yeah <laughs> and i was like man i said i'm impressed with your you know well, work ethic you get to mm-hmm. a certain level with each social media platform where like if you have a certain level of following and interaction engagement like that kind of stuff then facebook will or like instagram facebook whoever you whatever platform you're on will actually reach out to you and like tell you things that's about to happen yeah like they'll kind of teach you a little more in depth about (laughs) how to use their platform and stuff i get it all the time they're like click on this to see how to get this um you should respond to these people you got a lot of engagement and i'm like yeah, I'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny you say that because I'm always like, yeah, is this because I'd see certain videos get a lot of hits and, that, and yeah. they would reach out to me. Yeah. You know, if I post yeah. it from Instagram. But I'm just like, is this bullshit? The thing is, though, okay. Yeah. So, but like you're in a position where you could legitimately hire people. Yeah. And, and what you would make in social media would pay for everybody that you're hiring. Yeah. Plus, you could make a substantial living off that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you like, so there's not many people that are at, you know, that are just able to kind of do that. But you have a, a name for yourself already. You know how to act. You know how to be funny. Like I said, you yeah. like you have all of the things that you need to do it. You, like you you would just need to yeah you would need to want to do it like the drive and I, you know i do i do have the drive and it's like god you know god tells you stuff over and over until you yeah. actually yeah. get it through your head but yeah, like yeah. 
you know, I think this too, and then my daughter will say it, and then Eugene used to say all the time, he's like, dude, you, you got all, you got enough. We just yeah. gotta get, you know, get the stuff done. And he would try to help me, but I'm like, ah, I just can't. I, I, you know, the video thing, and but I, but now you're saying it. Well, that's it, why I was yeah. wondering if you were still pursuing acting because you don't need, <laughs> you know, like you, you don't 100 percent need to have the gatekeepers tell you it's okay for you to come back. Right. You can do something on your own and and make that, make make probably more money. Than I've ever made. Well, yeah, more money, yeah. at least more money than you would if you were just doing auditions, to yeah. audition, to audition. You know, like you'll make, I mean, you know, if you get books, obviously you'll make yeah. a lot of money, but mm -hmm. you putting your own thing out, it, it's being, I, this is Dean Napolitano's, you know, right. Facebook or whatever. This is videos. the platform. Yeah, this, this is, is what I do. Yeah, exactly. I think you're right, 100%. I think that's what I need to do, especially at this phase of my career. You know, I don't want to. You also know people that are yeah. already doing yeah. it. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? That's true. So, I mean, you know James Yan and, yeah. and uh, 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 Devin and all these guys that yeah. are already already doing it and, and could hook you up with the right people like, and all that shit. Here's one idea that I, we talked about on the last podcast. Um, I want to do because one of the things I think a lot of comics don't realize is like we're making all these videos and we're writing like funny mm -hmm. content and we're like building that skill. And what I know from running a small business, and I think most comics don't realize, to make commercials and stuff, small businesses pay a ton of money for that. Big time, yeah. And I think small businesses even don't yeah. realize that every city has a local scene of right. comics and writers and stuff that are broke right. and could use the money, and they're paying these companies. I was like, I think a few of us comics should get together and start a company that produces Yeah funny content that small businesses could come it, to us and say hey we need to do a tv commercial and we grab a couple of comics mm -hmm. write it and because i have it so for our business so we sell health insurance right i have a, a, a vision and I, i'll i'll reach out to you when i'm ready to do it yeah is you play a mob boss and jake and joe sensabella are your two <laughs> like <laughs> goons right and <laughs> You've got. I, I. I think Duncan will play the guy. Duncan J. Yeah. Will play the guy that. I want to film it at my dad's house by his pool, and you're there eating breakfast, and you're on the phone with me, and I'm in this office. You know those um like those State Farm commercials where yeah. he's talking to the insurance guy. State Farm, the insurance yeah. guy's in the office, and then it switches back to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're calling, and you're like, I need to get some insurance on this guy, but just his legs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And, and in the background, Jake and Joe are, like, beating the shit out of him and, du <laughs> like, dunking him in the pool. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not how health insurance works. And That's I go into this funny. whole spiel about how health insurance works, and you can't just get insurance on this guy's legs. Dude, and you're that's like, a great – that's a great – Yeah. yeah. That's, a, got, that's an ad that should be for yeah. one of the big ones. At the end of it, you could be like, all right, we'll just go with the life insurance. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? exactly, yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. So it's like that's the kind of thing, and that would take us. I mean, that would be me shooting by myself in the office mm -hmm. for maybe a half an hour just to get my side of the conversation, right. and then all of us to run to the poolside yeah. at my dad's one house. We do it one day. Yep. Yeah, you know, one and day there, one day for you. A company would pay thousands of dollars for something like that yeah. if it's shot in 4K and it's TV yeah. quality, and it's you know? edited right, and you we, got the whole thing, and, and yeah. yeah. Like, and now they have they literally have companies online where you can rent cameras. That yeah, are like. Like movie quality cameras. Yeah. I want to buy and one of the Black Magic. But you don't even um, have to buy it, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, because like some of them are, you know, 10, 20 yeah, yeah. grand or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you can actually just rent them for uh, yeah. like a couple of days and then mm -hmm. send them back. And, and it's all through, the, though, all through yeah. the mail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I even talked about I um, trust myself operating yeah, that's that's true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over but, here bitching about the iPhone 10 yeah. <laughs> I, even, I wouldn't do it either <laughs> but even fair. truth be told like full sale yeah mm-hmm. what, I, what I one thing I thought about was and it's such a it, it's like you said it's the legwork it's mm-hmm. the pain in the ass of going to full sale putting up a poster that says hey I'm looking to put a team together you know of just film students yeah, or, or convincing a film student hey you have to do a film project it's we'll, the role of producer yeah, yeah you know it's we'll we're gonna finance it we're gonna you finance gonna it. it we already have a script yep. we already have the comics we want to do something we want to use your students make this your project right. boom and I, I think it's so doable. We just it's have to doable. Do it. just, it's just taking the time to go down the full sale. Who do I talk to, right? Who, yeah. Or whoever, or if you know someone. Did you see the movie, the series about the making of The Godfather? I can't think of the name. Oh, of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I did not watch it. But I'm I, gonna, if you want to see uh, that the, side the, the, of the it, the offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the offer. Yeah. Okay. It was my favorite series that when it came out, I forget. It was last year, I think. Yeah, last year. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't get it. I couldn't. Get, I don't watch much anymore. You know, it's hard to watch a series with pop. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, if we watch something old that remember. like, what? Hey, wait a minute. I thought, this, where'd the other people go in the movie? I go, this is the next scene. Um, but the offer mm-hmm. is all about the producer, how he got in, how he had to get each thing and build that movie. And it's all based on true story about the guy who produced it. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, man. So say everything you're talking about right now, the legwork and yeah. What you went through, especially for a movie like that, was, mm-hmm. it, was it Mario Puzo? He he wrote it, right? Yeah, Mario Puzo. He's a character in it. Oh, he is okay. And the the name. producer's name, I can't think it, of it. It's, it it's played by the guy that was in. He the guy who plays it is the guy that plays in uh, Maverick, the uh, young pilot. Oh, um, Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Yeah, he was so good in it. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen that series, man, I'm telling you, you'll watch the first one and be addicted. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'll check that out. I like the Godfather movie. So yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't believe I skipped it. To be honest, dude. With you, when but. you see all the shit, yeah, oh, and I how know. it almost didn't get finished, and how it didn't get made, and it was it, it was incredible, man. Do they have a uh, uh, what's his name as a actor? Oh, shit, the guy who plays the Godfather, Marlon Brando. They have yeah, somebody well, playing. They him? have someone playing Marlon Brando, yeah, and yeah. they show how they got him, which was an impossible get. Yeah. And then they show um, the uh, Columbo, the the mob guy who mm-hmm. got ended up getting killed in real life because they have they show the footage, and it's wild, man. I mean, mm-hmm. it was the seventies. Yeah. You know, it was mm-hmm. you know, different time. It's mob shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like right now, half of that shit couldn't be done because everything be caught on camera and cell phones. So, no. like, y- you know, yeah, it's just such a different animal. But if you don't mm-hmm. adapt, you die. Yeah. Just, <clears throat> Yeah, I have I this idea for. Uh, I don't think I talked to you about this one. Have you ever seen? It's really popular, like on BET. So maybe you haven't seen it, but <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's probably on my DVR. <laughs> Is they it girls shaking their ass? <laughs> no. My dad, but y'all no, seen no, it. Said, I'll come home sometimes, and my dad will be falling asleep with the channel on. It's a lot of times it's BET or it's a, it's one of the rap stations yeah, for music. To watch the and there's chicks shaking their ass, and I'm like, this motherfucker. Was watching. <laughs> hey, you never lose interest. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but. But they're, they're, it's really popular. They do these holiday movies, and the whole holiday movie is different families in cars yeah. on their way to, like, grandma's house, mm-hmm. and the camera will just switch from car to car as they're on the phone talking to each other. Mm. Right? That sounds cheap so production. <laughs> Very cheap yeah. production. Yeah, it's right? road trip movies. Cheap. Yeah, road trip movies. Exactly. Yeah. So here's my idea of a road trip movie. Again, I th- I want to do this with just the local comics. I think it'd be so good. Mm-hmm. And again, I I also think also that Hollywood's version of like these new f- 
funny movies. Yeah. I think they're terrible. Yeah, no, when you go back no and watch anymore, the man. old Eddie Murphy stuff, it's like <sighs> nobody's making anything. So I think there's room for just comedians to get yeah. together and really just make. Because one of Absolutely. my favorite movies of all time is Harlem Nights. Oh, it's and it's just an ensemble of comics. I, just, I watch it every time I see yeah, it on. It's mm. incredible. And it's just an ensemble of comedians just doing their thing. And it's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. I mean, the best comics yeah. at the time. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it kids. Kids. Uh, unlucky. What does he say to him with the dice game? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, and then he gets shot. Richard Pryor's like, damn. Kids are unlucky to him. <laughs> that movie has so many classic lines. He shot me in my pinky <laughs> toe. <laughs> Toe. That's right. I swear that nasty crub <laughs> fucking dude. There is. Well, she shouldn't have been talking all that <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? My favorite, my favorite one is because <laughs> is when Red Fox is doing the dice and he goes seven. That's a twelve, you blind motherfucker. <laughs> Ain't too many more blind motherfuckers get thrown around here. Red Fox, that dude was the best. Yeah. I have some of his old vinyls, and dude, it's like amazing. He, oh man, yeah. you know people don't know he's a dirty comic. Yeah, dirty funny comic. dude. I mean, when he says "ain't too many more blind <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> be throwing around here," <laughs> and he gives him the glasses, his eyes are huge in the glasses. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're all laughing at him. Uh, he's like, "God, I don't need them glasses. I don't need them glasses." What What the hell's Richard Pryor's character's name? Uh, um, sugar, sh- uh, sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need them glasses, sugar. <laughs> Just wear the glasses. <laughs> Shit is fucking classic. Saw that in the movies twice. Yeah. When it came oh, really? Out. Yeah. Wow. That was a uh, yeah. I mean, mean I watched that movie way too young. You yeah. know, and I kept <laughs> watching it. No, every, like you said, good. every time it's on, it's like, oh, I gotta watch this. Yeah. It's just oh, so good. That's what the guy says. Kids, give me bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know a girl whose pussy is so good. Oh, dude. If you throw it in the air, turn into sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest <laughs> one. <laughs> yes, that one. And then the guy goes up. He goes. Hey, baby, it's daddy. Put your mom on the phone. <laughs> yeah, it's me. I ain't coming home. <laughs> <laughs> it's such oh, my, a great movie. Dude, my brother and I quote that shit all the time. But yeah, that's all that was. So well, so my idea is Comedians. like a, a, car, a road trip movie, mm-hmm. right? Where, so you ever watch like Lifetime movies? Yeah, and the, the, I have. The beginning of <laughs> yeah, so Christmas no. ones. The yeah, way so the I Lifetime movies. cried at midnight. <laughs> the way Lifetime movies always work. Is because you did like that Christmas sketch that had like a very lifetime movie. Feel yeah, to it, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, the yeah. Peloton one. Yeah, so it's a very cool sketch. I've seen it. Okay, you've seen it. Yeah. So, um, the, the idea of the movie is the lifetime movie always starts with a girl from the big city. She yes. has a boyfriend from the big city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She goes home to her small town. Right. The boyfriend's running late to mm-hmm. get to the small always, town. Yes. And in the time it takes the boyfriend to get there. She falls in love with the dude from the small town. Right. Ex-boyfriend. Yeah, my, th- there's yeah. so many of them. It's exactly it's a, that it. exactly Sweet Home that. Alabama. Right? Yeah. So. so my idea is a road trip movie from the perspective of... So it would the start... Boyfriend. Of the boyfriend's <laughs> driving back home. So they're on the phone with each... So like one guy like left Chicago to drive to Wisconsin, got dumped as soon as he got to Wisconsin, now he's driving home. The other guy left Chicago to go to Vermont. Same thing happened to him. And now they're all driving back to Chicago in different cars. Talking to each other. Talking to each other about this selfish yeah. bitch. Gas yeah. is five dollars a gallon. Yeah. Like and the whole movie is just them yeah. losing their shit. It's and funny. they just run into different problems. Mm-hmm. Like I, there definitely would be a scene of them crying in various strip clubs yeah. like, <laughs> on the road. Like, <laughs> you know, that would be a good short to start out as. Yeah. 
to get it to get it done because you could have yeah. every comic use their iPhone 14 whatever the yeah. hell they got yeah. right and and they just shoot their own footage yeah and then you put it together as a as a as a either a short or a sketch yeah and then that's how stuff can be turned into the bigger production too mm-hmm. unless you got the money to do the whole thing but it's yeah. like you know <laughs> yeah. but, but to do something like that yeah is funny mm-hmm. and easy to do because mm-hmm. everybody can film themselves yeah you just everybody has the mountain in their car yeah. so just film yourself driving around yeah. ranting and raving yeah. and then we all clip it all together exactly yeah i mean all you got to do is have the earpiece in your ear so like you know you're so it looks like there, yeah right and then you're the camera's catching you yeah. and then everybody does it and then they send their footage you cut it together then you have like you said the outside scenes where you you know the strip club might be hard to do that in a cell yeah. phone but yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it could be anything, you know. It's like the <laughs> comedy. I'm filming a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't film the girl. Yeah. All right, all right. We told you seven times. <laughs> yeah, there's no other way to get that. Um, but or it's or it's the comic breaking down on the road on it by his own because like I was talking, you know, Nathan Wallace, right? Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, He's blown up recently. Yeah, he's, he's doing, doing great, yeah. and and uh, not making fun of death or anything. But mm-hmm. well, shit, I don't know if I should tell this story because yeah, I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you off the air. But yeah. um, you know, it's it's one of them things where <laughs> every comic that's been doing it long enough has been on the road and like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, you ever see the show? Uh, Oh God, dang it! It was on uh, HBO. Crashing? No, it's not a comedy. It's uh, the dude was a baseball player, and he gets no. Oh, uh, 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 Eastbound and Down. Eastbound and Down. Well, there's a scene <laughs> where he's in his sister's house in yes. the bunk bed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I, and he's fucking crying. I love that show. That show was so funny, and but that's that's what you're saying, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then you know maybe. Like you said, if it's you know you brainstorm that you sketch out the uh, you outline the, the yeah. script, then obviously there'll be some improv in there, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, you know maybe you know, two or two have the girlfriends, two or have different problems, yeah, and they're you know then they try to stop, you know maybe one has a problem with a parent or an mm-hmm. older parent or something, you know it's like I think one and I would want Cam to do this. One of them, because you know, again, the boyfriend's always very polite. She breaks up with him despite mm-hmm. the fact that he just drove through a blizzard. It's always a blizzard. Yeah. Like he drove through a blizzard so for like six hours. But I get stuck on them suckers, yeah. man. And then she breaks up with him, and yeah. then he just politely leaves. So I want one where he like kicks over the Christmas tree and is cursing out her family. Like yeah. y'all just raised this selfish bitch. Yeah, I'm gonna burn this motherfucker. To yeah. the <laughs> he was like, I was gone for 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Oh, okay. All those movies, the chick is so easily persuaded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just and it's always like some guy who's like a lawyer. He's busting his ass. He mm-hmm. can't come right away because right. he's working so hard. He just got to finish this project. Yeah. And she <laughs> runs into some guy that runs a fucking farmer's market. Yeah, and <laughs> she dumps Wearing the guy who's busting his ass for the. Well, they were friends in high school, and now yeah. he runs the fire. Yeah. That's that's where my knowledge of movie and TV dies, though. I don't know shit about like oh, I, I intentionally have not watched any of that shit. So yeah. I can't help it when I'm up, especially during Christmas. I must have yeah, watched. Yeah, Yeah, I must have watched fifteen of them damn things, and I'm like, what am I doing to myself? And here? it's so weird. I don't know how it's they do good, it. It's not even good acting, though. No, like, no, it's no, no, no. The like funny it. thing is, if you watch, because well, because my like my wife and my mom, so you just end up they just end up being on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yes, I know. Right? Whenever I go for like Thanksgiving, Christmas, that's just what they're watching. Like, like my grandfather's passed away, so when we go to my grandmother's right. house, it's just all the women, and, it's and they're just watching. Them and yeah, they get a good cry. And what's funny about it too is Hallmark <laughs> and Lifetime have their own like 
like stable of like acting slaves. Yes, because you see them in they're the in all of their movies. You don't see Dude. them anywhere else. No commercials. This no right TV. Here. No. That's a little girl from Full House. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, uh, what's her name? I can't even remember. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who that is. She's uh, I mean, she's an adult now. Yeah. But she's in all their shit. Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> it's it's crazy. But you yeah. never see him in anything. You're like, I know this yeah. guy. It's just because he's in every Hallmark right. movie. Right. Mm-hmm. You're right. But I've seen that. Yeah. I, have, I have a couple friends that because they, they do Orlando actors and even in L. A. And, and I was like, oh my god, that's so and so. That's yeah. the uh, homeless. Um, her name, oh god, Susan Gallagher, mm-hmm. really great actor. She plays homeless. Uh, what's her name on Cobra Kai? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, she's an she was an Orlando actor originally. Now she's all over. Huh. No, but she's I, she's done a ton yeah. of shit. But yeah. she was in a Hallmark movie I was watching. I was like, hey, that's Susan. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what the homeless chick's name on that. I think they got her doing karate now on the show, right? Really? I yeah. Watched yeah, it. yeah. I, oh. I gave up after season three. I, you know, I, <laughs> the fight in the mall. I was like, eh. it, it does get a little wild. But I will say, for a show that they they. Continue. It was like a continuation from something from the '80s. I mm-hmm. feel like it. They they matched Nailed the it. the level of like kind of cheesiness. Yeah, yeah. You know, but also like the characters like had developed enough. I mm-hmm. I, I really like. I Joker. enjoyed the first I, I, two. I, yeah. After the mall one, I think right, I watched was the beginning. The mall fight. I was like, where where the cops? Are? I mean, I'm <laughs> How come this kid just fell three stories yeah. and <laughs> only <laughs> broke a toe or something like that? Like, but I, you know. <laughs> I think I watched part of the third one. I was going to keep watching because I like Brett and he's on that, I think, again. And um, a couple other actors I knew. So I always like to see people I know. But He, he continued even yeah. into the newer season. I think they're like four or five now. Yeah, this is the last one. I want to say six is the last one yeah, that's coming like that. up. Yeah, a- Adam was in the last season. Could be season. five. Adam was a, a, na- a neighbor. Mm-hmm. P- poking over the fence. like I think he was <laughs> like a grumpy neighbor or something. <laughs> so, I mean, he's going to work a ton. Yeah. 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 Like his resume, his IMDb's got to be really good now. He, nah. he was telling us about how he was uh, he was auditioning for a TV show with Rob Schneider. It was sort of like a fake reality show called Real Rob, and they yeah. needed a, they needed a guy to be a uh, a weed store de- <laughs> operator. And he's like, <laughs> I wanted perfect. it so yeah, bad. He's perfect. <laughs> he is. I'm like, oh man. If they didn't cast him, they're stupid. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny because you you have this weird assumption that you have to be like this handsome man no. to be in movies and uh, it's, it honestly, dawned on me, it's honestly worse yeah. if you're a leading man your yeah. career is short yeah, yeah. um a lot of, and like, a sm- small amount of shit that you can actually small do. amount of roles yeah you know the guy that played uh his name is mike star is his name he's been in everything he was in goodfellas um he played the guy you remember goodfellas oh i've seen goodfellas i don't he know he played mike the guy star, with though. the luthanza heist he was the guy oh, that yeah, put it together big he, dude yeah big guy he yeah. was also in dumb and dumber he played the oh, guy yeah. with the nss <laughs> yep yep yeah me and my buddy Britt, when i went to la we would go to this coffee shop called priscilla's coffee shop in um in uh shit not studio city but it was like going toward burbank anyway it was toluca lake and that's a lot of actors hung out there so it was like for some stupid reason we thought let's go hang out there maybe we'll meet some people <laughs> so that dude that dude Mike Starr is there and my buddy Britt's like oh shit he goes how you doing man I love your work he goes oh hey nice to meet you guys and then he wants to pontificate about his career so he's talking to us and I think we knew somebody he was with and he says he goes yep he goes uh, he said something to me about being a lead, something about a leading man, right? Mm-hmm. You know, can I? And I was like, toward. I mean, I was thirty when I got there. I looked younger, but they were sending me for leading man roles. Mm-hmm. 
And my star goes, yep, I like to get to a movie set. And I go, where's my star at? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, because and he goes, and, the, and he goes, and let me tell you, the stars only have a little window of a career, but I've been doing this. And, and he's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's he like plays like the henchman or something yeah. like that a lot. Like, His career but he, spans. Yeah. <laughs> he's in a ton of shit. Yeah, I mean you can't and and I honestly it hit me there. I'm like, you're better off having more character, yeah. having more. You have more options because you know yeah. the only thing I, I was able to do too was I got a lot of cop roles with short hair. Mm-hmm. I look like that's typical New York cop. Yeah. yeah. So they were like, cop, you got the slick security. back too. So yeah. 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 And like, I could play the sleaze lawyer. Yeah, dirty cop. Yeah, the sleaze lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going cop, for now. Dirty cop. Dirty cop. Lawyer. <laughs> sleaze lawyer. <laughs> I could play the good and the dirty of both sides. <laughs> Basically, you look like a piece of shit. That's what we all decide. Fireman that's fucking everybody. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Well, you got to grow the mustache for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got the mustache. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, you know. Yeah, my goal now is to be uh, a shit talking bouncer in as many things as possible. Totally. Yeah. Just big black dude that pull it off. Just have a security shirt on. Talk shit about the people walking in. You can look back at the generations of Hollywood and you can see the actor that kept getting those roles. There's been like three. There's a friend, I have a friend, a couple friends of mine. My one friend, Steve West, a big actor, black guy, one of my best friends out there. We went to acting classes together before the other one I went in. And I, the roles he would go out for. And then another guy, Isaac Singleton, mm-hmm. he played, um, he was an Orlando guy originally. Mm-hmm. And in Pirates of the Caribbean, he was one of the, he was the, the big black pirate who went on shore and he was like the parlay part. And, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I remember, I mean, I remember him. Dude, yeah, and, yeah. And I remember when he got it, I was like, congratulations, yeah. brother. That <laughs> is huge. You know, because actually that movie will, because I believe he was in the second one too. And then he was in some other huge movie. I think, and then I saw him in Deadpool. He was in the bar scene there, yep. and I was like, "God damn, man!" Those movies alone, not so much the payday, mm-hmm. but the residuals because mm-hmm. they yeah. were so huge. Forever and, pay. Yeah. Now it's a little worse because you don't get the, like the, the well, streaming and it killed it killed residuals. Yeah. yeah. DVD, VHS. Oh mm-hmm. man. But you're not even getting like a high front end for streaming. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like, because that was the benefit back in the day. Yep. Like, okay, well, this isn't going to go a hundred episodes, so we're going to pay you a lot in the beginning, right? And now it's like no, they don't even give you. Yeah, anymore, yeah, yeah, it's like because they know they got you. Yeah. But see, now exactly. I think. See, I now I think it's the time is ripe for. So you know the show Insecure. Um, I, I know of the show. Yeah. yeah so it's previous. what's the so, girl's name on that? Issa Rae. Issa Rae. So yeah, Issa Rae. Yeah. That it's a this huge HBO show. It's massive. Mm-hmm. But it started with her just creating a web series. Mm-hmm. Really? It was just her and some actor people that she knew with their own cameras, yeah. and they were just putting it out online. Yeah, that's, that's what that happened. show. And high I think, was too. and then HBO picked it up mm-hmm. just because it was so popular, just of people watching it online. Yeah. And I think now is ripe for that because it, it totally is the streaming services are screwing everybody mm-hmm. so what's the point well, and the technology means your the cameras on our phones now are so good the cameras on our phones are like the ones they had back in the day that yeah. they were shooting movies with my phone yeah. right what here. is this, that this is a galaxy s22 ultra mm-hmm. this fucking thing even the new galaxy has, this thing has a better camera yeah. than that. You know, like this thing yeah. is ridiculous dude i can shoot 8k video with this thing 8K? Yeah. I, I didn't 8K. even know there was 8K. Yeah. yeah. I shoot 8K video. I don't because it's pointless yeah. because it just takes up a, a huge like, amount yeah. of space. Yeah. But I can do it. I can. It's, like my, it's um, stupid. <laughs> I can I can do a 4K resolution at 30 times zoom. So like, like, have you ever been to the King Center? You're not from here. All right. So we have a huge, a, a pretty big yeah, the King, King Center. Center. King Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never been in it. A couple, couple thousand seater. Yeah. yeah. 
I was sitting in the back the other day. My kid was performing on the stage. I mean, I'm in the very fucking back in the balcony, and I'm, like, zooming in on her and taking video of her, like, singing like Clear I was sitting bell. in the front row, dude. Really? I'm dead sitting here. I'll show you. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't have to watch no, uh, was, my yeah. kid perform, but uh, shit. <laughs> well, yeah. That's what Jake's done mm -hmm. with Get Good yeah. about video games. And he built up the video game audience on his video game platform. Yeah, it's going to be huge. Yeah, I mean, just because it, everything else he's doing is already successful right. with that same audience. So, so, that's, so that was his plan. Because, yeah. you know, we just did four more episodes. So this is, this is the whole thing zoomed out, right? Wow. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting in the balcony right. pretty far away, right? But then I'm recording Holy shit. video like I'm in front row. That's her right there. You know what I'm wow. saying? Wow. I'm in the back of the auditorium yeah. <laughs> recording, zoomed it's in. It's so like clear. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. So I, I recently bought, wow. and I think Brian was talking about something similar. I bought a lavalier mic. Yeah, I got one. That has I one that two. just plugs into the yes. phone. And then the phone's shooting in 4K. So, I mean, between that and that, it's... Do you have um, the one that clips on and then it's wireless? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's wireless, and then, it, of them. and then it has yeah. like a wireless thing. They're not that, goes that into expensive the either. No. You can get a really nice one for like forty bucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, did, I did. You know what? It's still in the box. I haven't used it yet because <laughs> yeah, I have the one with the wire. What? I'm yeah. like, do you record yourself doing stand up? I usually record. I, I try to record every show to get like clips mm -hmm. and all that. But then sometimes I'll get lazy. I'll be like, I got so many f shows on my phone, and then I'll get I'll get into it, and then I'll do a few, and I'll put words to it on Instagram, and yeah, it's funny. And then I'm like, yeah, only got four hundred hits. Only got three hundred hits. Yeah. Because the problem with social media is like what you were saying earlier. Like it's an algorithmic thing. Mm -hmm. So if you took, if you if you took uh, all of your material, not all of it, but if you took a bunch of different videos, put mm -hmm. and just didn't post for a while, and then did like thirty for thirty days, you know, or like yeah. one each day each for day. thirty days or something like that, it would hit way harder than just doing one a week every. Yeah, I think that's what's happening to me yeah. because I'll do a, I'll do like one, I'll do like four in a week period and five, and then I'll see it go up. Yeah, and then I just get sidetracked, and I'm just like, no, oh yeah. shit, I didn't post anything. And then I had talked to this lady at this show I was hosting, and she's like, well, you know. You can film a lot in one day and then schedule it. Yeah. I was like, you can? You don't know. Yeah. yeah. You you can. Yeah, you can. So with Facebook and Instagram, they both have scheduling platforms built in. So you can literally go through and click the day, click the time that right. you want to do it, and then just upload. So you can have a consistent uh, every day at 2 o'clock. Every day at 2, yeah. yeah, if you want. But that's the thing. Like, I would, over just doing a couple of weeks and then not doing any right. for a couple of weeks, I would just save it. Just do it and save it and just keep banking them. Right. Because doing a 30-day window of them and, and then taking a month or two off and then doing another 30-day window of them, like, it'll build you a lot faster. Just really? By, by the time you're, like, halfway through the month, your videos will be psh, shooting up so i didn't yeah. know that yeah so i'll definitely do that that's what i mean so instead of doing it like that just take like your you know however long it takes you to do right 30 day 30 of them just you know just to be safe okay it's 653 are you yeah, good yeah. like yeah, what time should. you need to get out of here uh, <clears throat> what's 20 minutes wait. as long as i'm there by 7 7 30 okay yeah, yeah. make sure i got out i so mean sure. uh Matt right. coming. Matt Glidden. At, at yeah. seven, yeah. At seven. Okay, good, yeah, good. Yeah, that's what I figured. We'd... I just want to make sure we didn't talk until Dean's late to the <laughs> show that <laughs> we booked, that I booked him on. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're showing yeah. up? <laughs> <laughs> Duncan's uh, on this show, too. Right? Yeah, Duncan's yeah, yeah. on the show. This, this is a great fun, lineup. This is a really fun show, too, man. Like, they packed this restaurant. Mm -hmm. The owners are gonna take care of you. They're gonna they're they're gonna love it. I mean, it's gonna be as soon as you walk out the stage, they're gonna be like, "Oh my god!" Like <laughs> yeah. they really, really, is really a, love it. Is there a language thing or a PG thing? No. no. Okay. As a matter yeah. of fact, the owner. So I mean, at least for the first show, yeah. 
so he sold because he only it's a huge restaurant yeah but he only sells 80 tickets because that's what sits right in front of the stage gotcha. but then you have another bar area over here that he doesn't sell tickets to right. and, and it fills out and it's like it's another 40 people or something yeah, but yeah. yeah i mean i he i asked him how many he said he had over 150 people there last time and so wow. it's i mean it was a big show and then uh but like i mean he, he i remember when so that was the first one they'd ever done <laughs> right so uh, Eugene went up, and then I went up, and then uh, mm. another uh, local comic, Ash Cash, went you, up. Who's Eugene? You, uh, Eugene, you're going to meet him tonight. Yeah. He's a really good, really good local comic. Yeah, yeah very funny. He's, it's his show. Okay. So, yeah. uh, so um, the three of us went up, and then Chris goes up, and Chris was five minutes into a set, and the owner comes running out, and he's like, "We're doing this every fucking." Month. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "All y'all drinks are, ca- are paid for. Food's paid for. This is wild." That's he was so awesome. excited. So, That's yeah. really cool. They we have got, a good. We got really lucky with that one because it's yeah. it's one of those things where. The venue, like that restaurant, has its own following. Yeah, yeah. you know, and right. the owner so, oh. like does a really good job of promoting his own place. So when we got there, he was like, "You don't really need to promote this. Yeah, you bring me the comics. Yeah, yeah. I'll sell it out because I have a built-in audience that That's, comes to my I mean, place. Amazing. Well, yeah. he's, he's he, they try he they had over two hundred people try to hit him up for the first show alone, mm-hmm. and then he put everybody on a waiting list, and then he said that he like pick and choose people that he knows from the social media that will like appreciate right the stand up so that's yeah. why it's like he's like you guys say whatever you want do whatever you okay, want okay cool every that's- i mean every show so eugene makes the flyer right and it never really gets shared around the show sold out before we really put the flyer yeah, up. I know anywhere. my cousin called me. She's like, uh, I can't get tickets. It's so yeah. that I said <laughs> I didn't. I said yeah, yeah. yeah. She just sold me anyway. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, we got really lucky with this one. So, we're just trying to bring the best of the best through every time and keep them happy. Yeah. I mean, that's the gigs you want. It's a good one, man. You get these clubs that they don't advertise nothing, they don't do nothing, and you're like, I, I wouldn't know there's a show in here. I walk in, yeah. you don't even have a flyer up. There's yeah. no nothing in the bathroom. And what's weird is that I'm learning about the social media marketing stuff as I'm starting to ask these questions when we do these interviews. Yeah. It's like, if you guys are charging 15 bucks a ticket, mm-hmm. 15 bucks worth of Facebook ads goes a decent way yeah, in a yeah, small yeah. town. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You just do it on that little area. Yeah. J- Jimmy was doing 80 uh, a week for pineapples for yeah. I don't know six months or something like that. Yeah, now it's nothing and it's just so built up that yeah. we have. Oh really? We, yeah. we have yeah. I mean, it, 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 he packs out that show on a Tuesday night every Tuesday with about 80, 80 people in there. Nice. I, I mean that's and it's like standing room at that point. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. he just did six months of ads at a decent amount of money. Yeah, yeah. to flood it. Yeah, but now he, but now people go oh the show's on. Yeah, the show's there. Yep. That's right. We know Tuesdays are for. And I wonder why now. so many of like I'm the local done, small they clubs. Don't do it. They don't advertise. But if, you, if you're charging 20 bucks a ticket, right? five people, that's 100 bucks. Those ads will pay for themselves every week. Yep. Like, what is the point of not... And then and then what and do it kind of like how Jimmy did it until the club becomes known. Right. And now everybody's like, you don't even have to advertise. Right. They know every week, boom, we're cool. here. I was at the first one where he's like, I didn't run ads this week. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <He was so laughs> I and bet, right? Yeah, and then it just started still, to fill yeah, up. So packed just, out yeah. yep, every week. See, that's a cool feeling. Yeah, you know they—that was the thing too. Like, I think that's the other thing like, that older comics or guys that have been a while—they they see in the day. Like, I was telling someone this the other day about um, a show. Like, people would flyer the cars in the parking lot. They mm-hmm. hire these kids to go around. Mm-hmm. They put out a thousand, two thousand flyers at the malls. Yeah, um, maybe have a uh, this off a coupon on it, yeah. and they would do newspaper ads and radio. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I, I've been at the clubs where you don't hear nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no... We we have a uh, open mic that started about two months ago here locally, and it's right downtown. It's like I mean we don't have a huge downtown area in yeah. Melbourne, but it's you know it's like clubs and bars and all that shit, and no advertising, no nothing. We pack that thing out every freaking See? Thursday, but it's because we sit out front of the place and just bark at the traffic or the yeah. foot traffic, yeah. and people just come in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so we. But if you weren't out there, yeah, it, it'd be dead. Yeah. It'd be dead. And that's the thing. They were doing karaoke on the nights before, and now they just got <laughs> they shake in the karaoke guy yeah. because karaoke they're fucking calm. They get four <laughs> people in there for karaoke, and we're packing it out with about thirty yeah. or forty people. You know, so See, what's he gonna go with? You know, yeah. you go yeah, with exactly. the comedy crowd. That's yeah. a drinking crowd. The, hey, the bartender's making three hundred a night yeah. when we're in there. They're, he's yeah. he's <laughs> super happy. You know, so well, it's, it's yeah. funny. I I do this one. I've done it a few times, and the bartender's like, "Hey, when are you gonna do another show?" Yeah. They <laughs> killed it. Yeah. And I go, I go look. Now, I've been talking I've been messaging I go I ain't begging for it yeah mm-hmm. I said but and I filled up my dates through almost through the summer I go you know I don't really have anything till late May early mm-hmm. June I go he hadn't gone back with me yeah and uh, he goes well I'm gonna talk to him because I did two shows and they made so much money he goes oh my god dude I made so much money yeah because mm-hmm. they want to make money they don't want to go to yeah. work and make you know 80 bucks yeah. yeah and people spend more money when they're having a good time yeah. like it, it yeah it makes such they a get difference. a little drinking like, ah, you're a great server yeah yeah, yeah it's crazy yeah well, yeah uh, well, I guess it's time for yeah. Uh, that's about time. Yeah. So, do you have anything you got coming up? Um, uh, I, I'm doing the Savoy in Orlando on the twenty on Tuesday, and then uh, th- this is my time, Chris. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Thursday, I have uh, uh, oh uh, the boardroom in Cocoa Beach. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm all over the state, so I mean, two of the shows are private shows. One's at the something meatball it's Italian restaurant <laughs> <laughs> but they actually they sold out both shows so that's good uh, oh I'm in um, Winter Haven at the it's a uh, be nice if I knew exactly what the event was it's like uh, an outdoor I think it's an outdoor event it's like a yeah shit I don't know it's not Laugh Out Lounge <laughs> no it's not Laugh Out Lounge it's Mike is the one doing it oh, okay but I um, I don't know <laughs> it's, it's in Winter Haven, and it's, we it's, just it's, had an it's hour podcast my, about how we well, advertise. On, on, he's like, I don't know. Let me just see if I can find it with my. Right, so I'll do mine so. while you're looking. Yeah. Um. So March 24th, I will be at the Tap Room Comedy Show with Joe Pettis in Panama City, and then March 25th, the following night, we're going to be at Big Laughs at Little Village in Panama City again. I'm featuring for Joe Pettis. Um. Then. I also big announcement for me. Uh, where's the date here? Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> let me see. All right, I have April twenty eighth. April twenty eighth. I'm starting to advertise for this early. Um, I will be headlining the Bonkers Room in Orlando. Um, which one is that? Let's see. When Don't know which one it is, but oh, uh, that's the one downtown, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not Twisted Root. I don't. No, think. it's the other one. It's the the corner, the corner, the corner. Yeah, it's yeah, right yeah, downtown yeah. Orlando. So April twenty eighth. This will be my Friday. first show. Hmm? Friday. Yeah, Friday, April twenty eighth. This will be my first time headlining for Bonkers. So hopefully, I turn this into a bunch of headlining <laughs> <laughs> spots for Bonkers. So if oh, you, you are will. in Orlando, please come out because I'm going to try and leverage the shit out of this if it if it ends up being a really good show because i'm trying to get um 
I'm trying to get one. Well, <laughs> it's so funny because, again, be, talking to people at your level, yeah, I'm like, oh, man, if I can go to Vegas and do some bonkers rooms in Vegas, and you're like, <laughs> eh, after you do Vegas a couple times, who gives a shit? <laughs> but I'm like, it's awesome <laughs> yeah. the first few times. Yeah. <laughs> but you want because you want to make the money that warrants you to go out there and do it. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm even saying after five or ten times, I'm talking, I, you know, I've done yeah. it a bunch, so I'm like, yeah. I, and I haven't done it in a while, but I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, enjoy that ride right yeah. now. It's like that's the exciting part. Mm-hmm. That's what's exciting seeing someone even like. Have you gotten a feature spot yet? Or you're, no, you're no, opening no. right now? Yeah, I'm just doing, yeah, I do a lot yeah. of hosting. So and then guest spots. Once you do all that and you get better, and then you move up to feature and you see him and mm-hmm. you're, he's yeah. like, oh, and then you see guys grow. It's it's a cool thing to watch yeah. someone's career go. Yeah. Okay, it's the fourth annual <laughs>, laughs on the lake in Haines City. Thank God okay. I looked. <laughs> And then Sunday, I'm at First Coast Comedy Jacksonville, the Meatball Room on Friday in Boca, but I think that's gone. And then 329 to 4-1, I'm at McCurdy's Comedy Theater in Sarasota, Florida. There oh, you cool. Go. McCurdy's. Do, you have a, do you have an opener that for McCurdy's? Happens. Yeah, uh, Tim the J- Dairy Farmer. Love you, but, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, you know, next yeah. time for sure. Yeah. I, uh, you know. McCurdy's is one of the ones I can't break into. It's, it's, I told, there was one other comic asked me, uh, there's certain comics that in a second I'd say McCurdy's is the hardest one to crack Vasani's is very hard too but yeah. McCurdy's um, you know it's it's one of the ones you gotta have an end you did yeah. Vasani's though right? yeah. I did Vasani's as a host um, I hosted for Bobby Collins he, yeah. was, he was great yeah Bobby Collins and um, uh the the owner was like, yeah, man, give me your email. Da, da, yeah, da. Yeah, you did no, a great Eric's job, great, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then Devin heard a word. But well, it's the kind of thing where you got to keep, and just and keep you do an harassing Eric, him. When he says that, he means it. Yeah. But, you know, he's so busy running the place doing all that. Yeah. Um, you know, and... And, uh, and this was only like a month and a half ago. So it's not like it's been a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you so got just gonna get a And then, yeah, you just keep doing it and then saying, you know, you know, if you host one more time, you obviously can feature there easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then use your contacts at the Comedy Zone. Yeah. You know, they're the ones that book it mm-hmm. and say, hey, I, I even message them. Say, hey, Len, I did great there. Eric loved me, told me to message him. I'd love to feature there. Yeah. That's it. Put it mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. You'll get it. Yeah. left us here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What is it? All right. Well, thank uh, you. This is again, Dean. Thank you for awesome. coming. This has Thanks been awesome. for having me, man. Yeah, this Good is the funny style podcast. Come, well, I'll see you down there. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we're yeah. all gonna all right. 